Well, hello, kitties. How are you? Did you expect me? I was expecting you. What is up, and welcome to yet another episode of the Audio Roast Podcast. I am your host, Jared Isaacs. Or am I King Diamond? That's for you to decide. We've got a great show uh, up for you today. Let me turn this down a little bit. That way you can hear me and uh, not so much all the intro music. How's it going out there, everybody? How are you doing? How was your weekend? Uh, let's see here. Let's get some of this up on the screen. Now we can see you. Looks like everybody was rocking out. Josh Poole, you uh, guessed correctly, my friend. Uh, would you expect anything less? I'm going to fire the lighting department. Um, yes, so tell me what's going on in your weeks. Uh, what's happening? What's 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 going on? Um, we're going to jump right into things. We've got a lot of stuff crammed into a little bit of time. Um, I feel like uh, we've got so much and I don't want to miss out on anything. Um, so, yeah, we're going to jump right into things. So let's do that. Uh, okay, so... Um, let me adjust this. This is going to drive me nuts if I don't. So, um, of course, you can follow us right now on uh, Facebook and YouTube. Um, it's totally your preference on how you want to watch us. We get to see all your comments all the same. Um, I know sometimes you guys aren't able to, um, but that just depends on what platform you're watching from, and you'll be able to see the comments from that. But I usually try to do a pretty good job of throwing everybody's comments up on the screen so everybody can see what's going on. Um, so let's see here. I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> Josh Poole, yes, you called it for sure. Um, Lisa, good to see you back. Um, I told you not to do your makeup without my help. Well, I hate to break it to you, but I've been doing my makeup for years and years and years. So, uh, yeah, but maybe I do need help. I don't know. So I, I went with the uh, current King Diamond look. There's so many, there's a plethora to choose from, but uh, this is one I haven't done yet. So I thought I would try something different. Um, yeah, so um, audio-only podcasts are absolutely blowing up this week. It's been amazing uh, between this week and last week. I think I might have mentioned on the last Talking Shop episode um, what states we were hitting and stuff, but we've increased. We're up to like 13 states now that we've got people listening to, um, and we've added several new countries. Um, so it's really cool. It's it's neat to see the, the thing grow, even if it's um, not even just limited to here in Springfield. So again, audio-only podcast you can check out on um, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Um, and of course, send us your nudes at uh, the Audio Roast Podcast at gmail.com or any other kind of so, uh, show suggestions or topics, uh, game ideas, guests, anything like that. Uh, share away, my friends. Share away. Um, let's see here. Our Patreon channel. Uh, we've got a couple patrons, and I would love to, to keep that growing, especially considering um, the news from Facebook over the last week. Um, for those of you who may not know the news, we'll see how it affects us here on this channel. But um, so apparently Facebook will not allow uh, music to be streamed anymore uh, of any kind, supposedly. So we'll see. And if anybody's going to test it out, it'll be me. Um, and if anybody's going to beat the system and out think it, it'll hopefully be me. So um, that being said, if you have not yet, please do go over um, either now or at the end of the show to our YouTube page. Um, just go to YouTube, search for the Adios podcast, and you'll find us. Um, that way, if um, the unthinkable happens and we're no longer able to stream on Facebook, we will um, continue to stream every Sunday at five. Um, but it may move to YouTube, but we'll play it by ear. We're gonna we're gonna stay here as long as we can. Um, 
so yeah um audio Rose podcast uh patreon and we've also got our cash app and paypal set up so um any kind of uh donation you want to send would be great because it will definitely help um support the show and keep us on the air and keep all kinds of fresh and new things coming too i've got a lot of um a lot of good things cooking and um i may even announce one for later today we'll see um i don't know if i want to let the cat out of the bag yet um, so be sure after the show today to check out our playlist uh, available on Spotify and iTunes. And, of course, that playlist will consist of all the music that is discussed um, today that we have in different segments and games and whatnot. So um, if you're a big King Diamond fan and you want a good King Diamond playlist, there's where to find it. Just search for the Audio Wars podcast. So we're going to get right into things with today in music history. Um, and in 1968, Eric Clapton recorded the guitar tracks for George Harrison's While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Uh, many people may not realize that it was um, Eric Clapton that laid down tracks for that, but uh, it was. He was actually unaccredited on the album, unfortunately. Um, in 1986, 300 invitees uh, paid to hear uh, Barbara Streisand at her benefit concert, um, $5,000 a piece. So 300 people, five grand, that's $1.5 million cover to hear that old broad squawks and tunes. So uh, pretty good day at the office, if you will. Uh, in 1989, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers made the news. Why? Well, because, unfortunately, they were not allowed to go and, and practice in their own um, stadium. Why, you ask? Well, only because one of the biggest bands in the world, the Rolling Stones, was doing uh, rehearsals there at, at the stadium uh, for in, in Pittsburgh. Um, so, yeah, uh, no Steelers allowed. It was um, kind of quarantined off for... Um, the band on the crew, and that was it. They were very strict about it. So, um, And then in the year 2000, mp3.com agreed to pay Universal Music Group $53.4 million to end their legal dispute over licensing. So, again, keep in mind, too, um, late 90s, early 2000s was when everybody was doing all the pirating and downloading and uploading, and um, Universal was able to recoup a little piece of the pie back. Um, so, yeah. On to birthdays. Who's celebrating a birthday? Anybody out there? Uh, let's see here. Thank you very much, Help. Good to see you back. Um, birthdays include, in 1939, David Allen Coe celebrated a birthday today. Um, born in Akron, Ohio. Um, he uh, had songs such as You Never Called Me By My Name. Um, he also had a song that you might know uh, was later covered um, by a man named Chris Stapleton. He was the one that wrote Tennessee Whiskey. Um, he also wrote Take This Job and Shove It in 1975, but it wasn't quite as successful for him. So he ended up um, kind of passing the song along to Mr. Johnny Paycheck, who uh, recorded and released it in uh, 1977, so two years later, and ended up having a great, great uh, hit with it. So, And that was kind of his swan song. Uh, in 1942, Mel McDaniel um, was born in Oklahoma. Of course, Mel was famous for uh, Baby's Got Our Blue Jeans On and Louisiana Saturday Night. In 1943, uh, Roger Waters was born, um, bassist uh, and vocalist of Pink Floyd, born in Cambridge, England. And in 1954, Banner Thomas was born in Orange Park, Florida, bass player for Molly Hatchet. He was actually uh, an original founding member um, who unfortunately passed away in 2017. In 1963, country... Uh, Music artist Mark Chestnut was born in Beaumont, Texas. Uh, he was going through the Big D and didn't mean Dallas. And uh, Bubba Shot the Jukebox were two hits of his. Uh, and in 1971, Dolores O'Riordan from the Cranberries uh, was born. Um, unfortunately, in 2018, we lost her. She passed away uh, at way too soon of an age. Um, weird transition, but with birthdays come deaths. 
Um, and uh, this day in 1990, Tom Fogarty from Creedence Clearwater Revival um, passed away. He died from tuberculosis at the age of 48. Bad deal. And uh, in 2007, on this day, uh, the world lost Luciano Pavarotti, Italian opera singer, who died at the age of 71. And that is it for this day in music. Uh, what else we got? So last week, let's recap last week. Last week was a lot of fun. I had so many uh, people talking about uh, the, the change of pace, you know, the fact that um, we did something that wasn't just extremely music-centric. It was involving music from a different um, avenue, if you will. And uh, so we took 16 out of a, a list of 50, and we took 16 of those, put them in brackets, and came up with a winner. Uh, I will not tell you the outcome. You'll have to go back and watch it if you missed it. But I will tell you this. Um, we had um, some good times as we were moving on up through the ranks, if you will. So, uh, yeah, that was what was going on last week. Next week is the big week that everybody's been asking for. Everybody's been wanting to have some hair bands. So, um, asking you shall receive. We will have Mr. Brian Stokes and Mr. Chris Schneider joining us here in the studio uh, to talk about hair bands. Hopefully they don't all wear spandex. Um, a little bit goes a long ways, uh, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, at least in Chris's book, anyway. <laughs> so, that's next week. But this week, are you ready? All hail the king. King Diamond. Uh, I've got in the studio uh, good friends of mine, Richard Breitner and Scott Henry. Um, we're going to talk some uh, Mel McDaniels, right? No? Oh, okay, King Diamond. King Diamond is what we'll be discussing today. Um, and so, before we get going on that, let's take a quick break, and I will introduce our guests, and we will be back in just one minute. I have just one question. Have you thought about being a guest on the show? We are currently seeking music lovers of all kinds to join in on our fun. If you're interested in being a guest, or if you just have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can message us on Facebook or email us at theaudioroastpodcast at gmail.com. You can also submit any topics you'd like to hear discussed. There we go. All right, so um, let's go ahead and introduce some guests and stuff, shall we? By the way, do you like all my uh, my stuff? So yeah, this is mine. This is mine, thanks to Scott Henry. This is mine, thanks to Scott Henry. I've got other stuff, too, but it's in a closet behind the wall. They're sitting, and I can't get to it. But uh, Scott's always been good to me when it comes to the King Diamond uh, merch and, and fun stuff, and I appreciate that very much. No so, worries. So without any further ado, oh, hang on. Go ahead. Oh, thanks. Oh. What? God, that's special. Qual quali <laughs> quality content over here at the Audio <laughs> Roast, I'm here to tell you. Okay, so without any further ado, let's go ahead and kick some stuff off. <clears throat> um, let's go ahead and welcome our first guest. Let's see if I can get this right on the first go around this. Oh, hang on before we do. Um make sure i want to make sure i've got all the comments covered here um yes elk thank you very much for the makeup comment i appreciate it it took all of about 15 minutes um it used to take about 45 but after doing it for as many years as i have it it gets pretty quick 
Um, the kiss makeup looks good. Josh, you know, this one's for you. You know, Gene Simmons actually sued him over that once years ago. Shh. Uh, <laughs> my nephew, 18. Who's 18? Who's your nephew? Uh, get the Spicoli soundbite ready for next week. Yeah, no shit. Um, okay, and here we go. What coffee are you drinking? Well, I'm glad that you asked, Brian. Uh, Brian was nice enough last week when he was here. Um, let me get some light on the situation. Okay, ah! there we go. Um, so the coffee that we were drinking was brought to us last week by um, Brian Betancourt. This is Lavaza Crema Agusto. So um, Brian and his family had have or had a um, foreign exchange student from Italy, and uh, he's telling me about how she brings this to him. And I have been sitting on it. Well, not sitting on this, but I've been waiting to to brew this um, all week. And so we just got some brewed. It's sitting over here, and we're going to try some here in just a little bit. Um, so <laughs> it's like it's like a bunch of three year olds over here. I love it. Um, so, yes, Brian, thank you again for the coffee, and I'm looking forward to jumping right in um, to taste testing it. Uh, I wanted to save it for a live taste test right here on the show. So as soon as I finish my, my first cup, we'll be, we'll be sipping on some of that. Uh, had, okay, very good. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and check out our first guest. You know him from the Dirty Saints. I know him from the Dirty Saints and then some. Uh, very good friend of mine. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Scott Henry. Scott, how's it going, my friend? Generally good. Good to see you. Oh, good, good, good. Let's uh, let's get this all. Got to get that haircut again. I'm ready for my close-up. I like your hat. Where'd, yeah. you, where'd you come up with that? Uh, Mr. Roger Keene gave that to me last night from the City Girls. Oh, well, I got one of those, too. It was very nice. Um, and it harkens back to exactly, oops, what I was saying. I'm not Scott Henry. Uh <laughs> Harkens back to exactly what I was saying last week with um, um, we got to do or not last week, but during the talking shop episode, I should say um, that um, you, you we got to give stuff away too. I mean, it's it's cool to have merch and try to sell it as a local band, but um, you're going to get more out of it if you give your stuff away and get your name out there. You're going to benefit a lot more in the long run. So, Scott, thank you for joining us on the show. Oh, try to stop <laughs> me for this one. <laughs> and I loved that, too. So I asked Scott uh, several weeks ago, I was like, hey, I've got a King Diamond episode coming up. Um, are you cool to to come on in the show and do the show? I'd love to have you. And he's like, I want you to just try and keep me from coming <laughs> and be on the show. You're clear, Anthony. Um, Thanks, buddy. And so, yes, thank you very much for coming. Um, and uh, our second guest. Uh, very good friend of mine, longtime bandmate of mine. We've been in several uh, ventures and bands together, and uh, we may have some other stuff up our sleeve. We'll soon find out. Please welcome my friend, Mr. Richard Brantner. What's up, brother? Coming for you. Coming for you, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. Good. Happy well, to be here. Yes. Thank you for squeezing in our little itty-bitty beautiful studio. Right off the road from, from St. Charles, Missouri. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That was a nice little drive. Yes, indeed. Well, I'm glad the the uh, weather was cooperating. Yeah, it was pretty so. good. Well, good. Um, let's see here. There we all are, looking good yeah, too. Go. I'm gonna I'm gonna make one little adjustment here. Yeah, you know that'll work. All yeah. right. <clears throat> Woo! The shit show continues, my friends. The shit show continues. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. Brian says, "Hey, Scott." Yes. Elk says, "Hey." Hey. Hey, there you go. Jamie says, "Hello, Rich." Howdy. Oh, I here you go. Let me get some. Um, let me get some of this up here. There we go. Now you can see the folks. I see them. So, 
we are uh we're here to talk about some king diamond um so before we get too far in on this um i've got uh well i, I want to get to that i'll save that for the end of the show but um let's see here so we can either sit here and chat for a second and kind of get to know each other even though we you know kind of already know each other now have you guys actually had a chance to sit down and and have a discussion and, and chat and stuff like Me and Scott. Yeah, you and Scott. Or is it just Not like really. he's been playing and you come to a show or you've been playing and he comes to a show? Mm -hmm. That's what I thought. So this will be a fun <clears throat> opportunity for you guys to kind of open up and get to know each other a little bit because I think you guys obviously have way more in common than just King Diamond. So right. uh, and one of those things is talent. So oh, appreciate you're welcome. Thank I you, watched sir. that opening thing. I'm like, I need to fucking practice. This is what I do. Dude, right. Uh, so I had no idea that that even existed. And um, Stephen March uh, ended up sharing that last night, and I had no idea it even existed. It was really good. So yeah, I, I am so glad that he uh, shared that because it was very good. Yeah, and and what a cool opportunity for all the uh, local musicians and guitarists. And it wasn't just limited to guitarists. Excuse me. Um, but here's here my thing on that is I feel like people struggle finding guitar players, and after seeing something like that, I'm like, why? There's so much talent. Like, good Lord. And there's so many people that I can think of, like, immediately that aren't even in the video that should be. <clears throat> um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm very uh, I'm very much so glad that it happened, and I'm already looking forward to when they put it together next year. And maybe we can uh, convince them not even to have to wait a whole year to do it again. So, And I'm sure it takes a lot of work to edit all that together and get people on the same page with all that. So kudos. Yeah, good job. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Brian says, I'm offended you didn't let me show my belly, but of course I'm not a big rock star either. Yes. He couldn't help it. It takes up the whole room. Like... <laughs> he was having a um, uh, Vince Neil moment, if you will. Right. <laughs> Tommy Decker, Sasquatch. Yes, we've <laughs> we've had a sighting. Oh, Tommy. Um, Known that dude for a long time. Oh, yeah? Mm. How do you know Tommy? High school. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Good dude. Well, um, I tell you what, let's do this. One of my favorite ways to kind of break the ice and, and get in on this, um, kind of get to know each other, is just to jump head first and play a game. Um, and Josh, after uh, your request last week, we're doing games. Um, it's one of my favorite things about the show. So um, every now and then we have to do, we have to step away from that format a little bit, but I'm, I'm glad to have it back. So here we go with our first game. Gentlemen, are you ready? Absolutely. Ready. ready, playing. ready to Sweet. Go. All right, here we go. Do we have a buzzer? Or a little something called or? Know It All. Um, that will, um, yes, you will have one in just one second. Uh, let me, I don't know why this is doing this now, but it is. So, anyway, okay, here is how the game is going to work, gentlemen. We are going to play a little game called Know It All, and each round, uh, you're going to take turns uh, choosing a category. There are six categories. Each will get to choose two um, as we go back and forth. So one will be unplayed. The fifth I will choose. Um, so um, then once you choose the category, you guys will go back and forth and take turns naming things in that category. Your clock will count down from 30 seconds. If you're both able to keep going back and forth um, when time runs out, you'll each be awarded a point. If you can't think of anything, you can bluff. 
Um, but if you'd like, you can challenge your opponent's answer at any time by hitting the bell. We'll go with this one. Um, uh, a successful challenge awards you one point. An unsuccessful challenge um, awards your opponent one point. So here's your challenge bell. Please don't ring this to death. You can set it in the middle of you guys there on the table. Um, Lovely. He's gonna. He's gonna hoard Tradition. it. I can't hit it with him. He's hoarding it. Put it. Put it in the middle. Boy. Oh, oh, put it in the fucking middle, man. I mean, you can't. Yeah. You can't afford two bells. Yeah. Sweet baby ba Jesus. Well, we can. It's right here. Oh, okay. I'm like Hector on Bergen Bay. <laughs> the bass is too loud. <laughs> <laughs> it always is. Uh, okay, so um, let's go ahead and see what our categories are. <clears throat> uh, let me full screen this for us. Maybe there we go. Nope, that's me. I'll take sex with your mother for 200. <laughs> Easy, Sean Connery. Easy. Okay, so here's our here's our six categories. Up first. Oh, yep, got that. Up first, King Diamond band members. King Diamond discography. Local bands. Merciful Fate discography. Uh cocktails <laughs> and merciful fate band members so um let's see here gentlemen um i'm going to start with scott scott i'm going to let you choose a category any category will do let's go with the merciful fate discography uh merciful fate discography okay um hold that thought for one second let me do this You could probably name them all in 30 seconds, I think. Shh. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Okay, so uh, your 30 seconds will begin, and Scott, name your first one. Now. The, the, what, the albums? Yeah. You don't have to go in order, just whatever. Just Mo one. Just, <clears throat> just one. Melissa. Richard? Nine. Don't break the oath. Dead again. So it begins. I know these. Mm -hmm. Into the unknown. In the shadows. That's all I got. Oh. Oh. I'd say that Richard gets a point on that one. Oh. Job, brother. Let's get the old scorecard out. We Good missed, job, we didn't, we didn't name um, the beginning. Okay, yeah, that was the, the leftover thing. The, the Bell Witch Live EP. Okay. Okay. Is that it? No, there's a few more, I think. I, I, I don't think so. I think that was it. Was all yeah, I, yeah, I think that's <clears throat> I think that's about it. You get bonus for the EP. Now, there might be like some um, <laughs> German-only release or Danish-only or Japanese-only release, mm -hmm. some kind of thing. There's always that. Uh, we're, only, we're only going for American albums. <laughs> right. We ain't, we're not those nerdy kids on the internet trying to... Jared, do you, do you remember the King Diamond bootleg I gave you? King, I do. King Diamond meets Scooby-Doo? Yes. That was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, like, this is actual. No, it's some nerd at home that just dubbed Scooby-Doo sounds on top of Halloween. If that didn't really <laughs> happen, it should have. Right? It should have happened. Yes. Um, okay. Um, hold tight. All right. And... Um, Richard, it is your turn to choose a category. 
well, I'm not so good at some of these, but let's just keep the discography theme going and go with the king. Going with the king. All right. And we will start the king. Now. Them. Abigail. Uh, uh, give me your soul, please. Abigail, too. <laughs> okay. Conspiracy. Uh, you said them already. Um, 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 um. Put you on the spot, don't it? Oof. Uh, Deadly Lullaby is the life thing. The eye. It's, uh, spiders. Puppet Master. <laughs> Voodoo. Oh, okay. I'm going to give you both points on that because time ran out and you both still had answers. So, uh, Scott, you've got one point. Richard, you've got two. Good stuff, fellas. Um, all right. And, um, Scott, it is your turn to choose a category, my friend. Let's go with King Diamond Band members. Oh, spicy. All right, you can kick it off in yeah. Mickey D. Glenn Drover. Andy LaRock. Pete Black. Snowy Shaw. Hal Patino. Hank Sherman? Was he? No. Okay. You can challenge. There you go. Hey. Um, we've got a challenge. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yes, Hank Sherman was not okay. in King Diamond. So, uh, shut up, timer. <laughs> um that point will go to uh Richard. The squatch has spoken. I would have probably done that because I was like, yeah, I, I might have come up with one more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um and uh um, none of us named King himself, so right. <laughs> which I was oh, yeah, I was waiting for that. That you know oh. sometimes it's he's the obvious of, one. He's kind of the it? biggest part of the band. <laughs> Hank Sherman wasn't, but Michael Denner was. That's right. He was in both of them. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, okay. So, um, Richard, it is your turn to choose your last category. Oh, Lord. I'm not going to do well on any of these. Mm-hmm. How about, uh, let's, well, let's keep it king. Go Merciful Fate Band. Members. All right. Let's do it. I'll let you kick it off. King Diamond. Michael Denner. Hank Sherman. Snowy Shaw again. Al Patino. Hank Sherman. You already say that. Already said it. Um, not as many of these. No. There's there's plenty. Yeah. Drummers mainly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh shit, the bass player. Um um <clears throat> Oh, and uh we're gonna have to You're give Richard out. points on that yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just gonna run through here real quick. Tim Mer- Kimsey. Merciful fate. Um yeah. Um, okay, so Merciful Fate, uh, just ones that I jotted down. Um, King Diamond, Hank Sherman, Michael Dinner, Timmy Hansen, Mike Weed, uh, Kim Ruz, Snowy Kim Shaw, Ruz. Charlie D'Angelo, Oli Blake, Beek, Beck, whatever, uh, Joey Vera, Charlie D'Angelo, uh, Benny Peterson, right. uh, Bjarn T. Holm. As a drummer, yeah. Um, over on King Diamond's side, we've got King Diamond, Andy LaRock, Tim Hansen, Michael Dinner, Mickey D., Mike Weed, Hal Patino, Stony Shaw, Pete Black, um, their current uh, bass player that uh, I have, I struggle with his name, Pontus Egberg, I believe is how you say it. Uh, Charlie D'Angelo, Matt, Matt Thompson, who is their current drummer, Glenn Drover, uh, Herb Simonson, Chris Estes, Darren Anthony, 
Paul David Harbour, Mike Moon, and John Luke Herbert. Yeah, he was a drummer on Voodoo. He was pretty good. Yes. Uh, is he the one that did the uh, infamous drum track on that? On the no, was... oh, I don't know. Oh yeah, no, the uh, yeah, yeah, the the, 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 the synthesized drum yeah. thing. Yeah, could have said Dime Bag Daryl did that. We should, yeah, we could have said Dime. He was in there for did a solo. Maybe. Yeah, that. I mean, that's true. <coughs> that is true. Um, okay, so these other categories are complete crap. Oh come on now. <coughs> Actually, I think I'm going to do a change of pace on uh -oh. this. Uh -oh. So I think they have double. <laughs> daily devil okay so guys and, and gals in the comments um i want you guys to choose which of the two last categories these guys should fight to the death over time uh, yeah. cocktails or local bands um Time's al says uh name all the members of wu-tang uh wrong episode <laughs> sir wrong fucking episode yeah, we missed a big fate album there <laughs> time that was a great one can't believe it didn't think yes of um all right so uh paul tomlinson with the the correct answer we're hey, gonna paul. go with local bands hope you're doing better buddy yes same all right so local bands and um scott <clears throat> kick us off with some <clears throat> local bands uh eye of the witch acceptable uh got you covered acceptable uh dirty saints not acceptable <laughs> carry on mixtapes yep fair warning Machine Gun Sympathy. Gypsies. He's going to beat me. Um, is it? Uh, yeah. Death May Die. City Girls. Is Knife Death still around? Sam Alema. Oh! Oh, I thought you were going to get hung up. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. You both, get, you both get comments. Or comments. You both get points on that one. Uh, yes, you do need to get out more. God dang oh, it. We, we forgot Innuendo, and we forgot Josh there, Blair's little band. shit um, ton. Little band. Everybody's man. got a little band. Yeah, okay. little Chaos pop, Theory. Little pop uh, combo. I mean, yeah, yeah there's tons. Black bomb. Note. Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the people. Uh, there's a lot of bands. There's a lot of... Love Bomb. Yeah. Uh, how could you? Yeah, how could yeah. I? Got, got you covered. I know that. Got, got you covered. Smothered and Damsel. Uh, Red Light Runners. Um... Uh, had half of them on the show already. Joel Dillstrom by himself. I the mean, dropouts. You know, yeah, the dropouts. There's, there's so many. Uh, Wicked Chinny, tons. So good job, fellas. Good job. We apologize to anybody we overlooked at this point. Right. <laughs> we only had thirty seconds. To be fair, through fall. Yeah. See, there's tons of them. Uh, shot glass. Yep. Call back. Yep. We forgot shot glass. Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, they're not from here in Spring. Excuse me, in Springfield. So, uh, let's see here. Al says, Cox and Tails, Alex, if you please. <laughs> we'll save that one for another another show. Yes, Funhouse. There's another good one. Uh, see? Little Band. Yeah. They're not the Little River Band. The Little Pop Combo. That'd be the Creek Band. The John Depperschmidt Pop Combo. All right. Okay, so here's what I want to do next. Let's... Um... A Stone Chapel Band. Yeah, see? There's tons. Oh, I don't want that. Hey, Richard, there you are. <laughs> Come to the light, Carolyn. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to know Mr. Richard Brantner. Um, right. You know, boom, that guy. So, um, <laughs> I don't have anything as far as notes for what to ask you because I just know you and I just want to uh, let the people get a chance to get to know you. So, uh, what are some projects or bands that you've been in that people may know you from if they don't already? Yeah, I was in the second wave of Springfield heavy metal. Um, so bands that I was in back then with uh, Chris Hansen, I was in Tragedy first. Okay. 
and uh and then i was in forever shadows um later aside from that it's been sunset strip eye of the witch uh my comedy band whiskey dicks hotel has been around a long time but nobody knows about that but, which is a shame that right. there is so much meat on the bone <laughs> <laughs> literally it's, yes it's a and fantastic... we talk about it we talk about it in great detail there was a there was a band with dick in the title and i didn't know about oh it. and, Scott, and yeah. whiskey oh, we can help okay. you with that okay. yeah oh yeah got a video online i will check that out yeah but yeah um so yeah a lot of <clears> stuff <throat> like that um i've been out of the scene for a long time obviously i went to you know playing in strip was the last thing that i did around here so yeah and uh, then I moved to Michigan for a few years, and now I'm back. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> glad to good. have you back, man. It's been man. good to be back. I'm glad yes. to be back. I hope I hope that we made you feel missed. Yeah, so. I did. I felt missed when I left. Yeah, good. Felt missed when I came back. It was well, really, that's really cool. Yes, for sure. So, um, let's talk about what we've got, um, and I'll let you direct this as far as how much you want to say or don't want to say. Uh, what currently are you working on, or um, are you doing? Well, I've got we've got our thing going on, a couple of couple of things going on. Well, well what is that? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. down. All right, yeah, I'm, um, I'm ready to to explode and I'm ready to play. Like, yeah. I'm I'm dying, <laughs> I'm dying explode, to get out and, right? and play. Um, um, well, we've been we've been working on the metal thing. We've got the mostly classic '80s and '90s metal yep. cover thing coming. We're up. we're we're um, hoping to be the heavy metal version of the Dirty Saints, right? Like real <laughs> heavy metal. So right. yeah. Um, and you know, it's like, and it, not, not for a saturation thing, because that's not going to, you know, we're not going to draw people on something like that, like every week or anything like that. But, right. But every now and again, you know, to put on a big show that's got all these classic metal tunes, I think that's going to be really cool. Um, still looking for another guitar player for that. Yeah. So if you're in the video, um, send us, want to send us a message. Project, it's, yeah. you know, we don't have to, it's not going to be like a overwhelmingly time consuming so. no yeah we're we're but. playing we're playing a couple um deep cuts if you will or, or kind of guilty pleasures things that we enjoy but overall i think we're going to try and, and stay um kind of on the surface as far as um you know music that everybody knows and has heard of and that kind of stuff so we want it to be for everybody not just um not just metalheads, people that enjoy cover bands and stuff as well yeah kind of inter introduce them to some of the you know some of the good stuff that they probably heard on the radio already um deb klein i've got closed caption all of a sudden are you doing that jared no that would be your phone um and if ugh, i've got velcro stuck to my foot um if um if you're watching and you don't have the video clicked it'll do that if your audio is off um otherwise you can hit um i think it's like three little dots or whatever and go to the settings and turn that off if, if you don't like it uh, but it might be comical it might get some of what i say wrong so that could be funny um i like how roger likes your hat but not my hat shame oh. <laughs> just because it doesn't say city girls there you go um yes so welcome back all right um so yeah um like you said we're doing the uh the heavy metal cover band um what else what else have we got up our sleeve well that's that's kind of a cool thing that's gonna that's going on uh, a little bit of uh you want to say the name of it yeah i'm fine with that yeah okay so we're we're doing alice in chains unplugged basically right so just the two of us so far um you know and we might we might open that up to a couple other people but we really want to keep it scaled back as far as the sound mm -hmm. yeah um but you know one other person might be okay especially if they sing better than me but uh, <laughs> same <laughs> uh i'll just stand there that's going to be really cool because we've already it was like literally one practice and we were already, we already kind of knew 
most of the right. Tunes, we're both know? huge fans, and so, so the material is like just right there at the end of our fingertips. You know, working, so yeah, working out the harmonies—that's the hard part. Yep. Um But yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, we just started on that, and then uh, other than that, I record a lot at home. So I yeah, just, yeah. I've got well, and you've been so you mentioned whiskey dick, and I know that you've kind of been working a lot on that lately, and mm -hmm. and remixing some old stuff and re-recording older material and getting it updated and stuff. So mm -hmm. how's that going? Uh, yeah, it's it's off and on. You know, you get you get like inspired for a while to work on stuff. And, sure. Then you get burnt out on it again. Yep. You know, sitting with headphones on your head for three hours mixing the song is can is really right. I mean, some people don't mind it as much, but for me, it really gets on my nerves. I think the best mixing happens when you're able to mix for an amount of time and step away and come back yeah. and hear it fresh. Yeah. So, and yeah. I get tired of it quickly, so a lot of times if I don't get the mix I want the first time, I get discouraged, and I'm like, you know, I'll mess with it. And I, right. And then I'll not come back to it for a while. But uh, Al Hutches says, Alice Unchained. Oh, yeah. We didn't say the name. Uh, no, but you're on the right track. It's That's actually going to be called Acoustic in Chains. So, yeah. Um, yeah, be looking for that before too long um again with all the covid stuff it's it's who knows but uh hopefully we'll get to do a show even if it's not like in a big capacity kind of thing like i think it'd be fun to open for somebody or something too even mm -hmm. um what was uh was typing it as you were speaking there you go <laughs> um are you gonna do some dio uh yes we probably definitely will i don't think you could do a metal cover band and leave out uh dio um, Tommy says, thanks to Rich, I haven't been able to say a word grandma correctly for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, I, it, you have to, grandma! You have to no belt it way. out. There's absolutely yeah. no other way. Um, so, okay, let's, let's go down that road. Um, banned from Thanksgiving for that. So. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about um, your first experience in hearing or finding, or uh, how did you stumble upon King Diamond, Richard? This is a magical story, really. I love it. Um, so I was living with my grandmother at the time. I was, uh, I must've been, I must've been about 14 and I was part of the infamous, uh, CBS tape club where yeah. you got the <laughs> spend a penny 12, and yeah. get 36 of them right. and then you owe them at the end. Of the so I got this guy, this other, so there was two, two nerds in, in the school in science class and it was me and this other kid. My name was Brantner, obviously his name was Beckner and our science teacher called us Brantnerd and Becknerd. So, nice. because we always scored the highest on the tests and stuff. Nice. And so this was in fifth grade, I guess. And so he, I got him to join. And of course, when you get somebody to join, you get four free cassettes. And oh, so, yeah, yeah. The referral program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like looking through the catalog. I'm living with my grandma in this old country house. This is so perfect already. Old creepy country house, right? <laughs> and I'm living with my grandma. And I'm going, my, you mean I, you're living with your grandma? Right, right. At the time, my grandfather was in prison here in Springfield, I think. So I was, it was just literally just me and my grandma. So wow. I'm like flipping through this catalog for CBS and I'm just, and I go to the metal section and cause I was in that like Ozzy and black Sabbath already at that right. point, I was just like dipping my toes into like thrash. So that kind of imagery wasn't totally foreign to you in uh -uh. looking through the catalog, but it no. caught your eye. I'd, you know, I'd collected magazines and had pictures of bands that I'd never even listened to on my wall, you know, because they just look cool. Right. And so, but I'm going through the catalog. I'm like, okay, I gotta, what am I going to get now? You know, and I'm listening and I'm looking through there and I see the cover of them. Oh yeah, and I just saw the cover, and I'm like, "That's that's really cool." So, that's one of my four that I picked. You know, uh, music unheard. You know, obviously, I didn't know who King Diamond was. Sure. So I get that in the mail, and I put it in, and you know, it's, a, it's like, "Look, the old bitch is back." You know, from the very uh -huh. beginning, I was like, because I was a big horror fan too. <laughs> yes. And we love to watch horror movies, and so as soon as it started, I was just hooked and in love. It didn't matter what the dude 
you know, some people that's some people don't like his voice. I love it. And it, but man, <laughs> yeah, she's, she's seen it. So, um, you know, it's all right. It, 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 you know, I was, I stayed warm for the most part. What's the I name shared, of the band? I shared it with cockroaches. What's but, the name of what band? Um, that we're talking about with Allison Chains, Acoustic and Chains oh, will be the name of our Chains, thing. Yeah. If that's what you're asking about, Deb. Um, uh, as far as the metal cover band, if that's what you're asking about, we actually don't know for sure what it, we we're still in that trying to figure out a good name as we're building our set list. So um, we still don't feel any pressure yet to ha to have a name, but we're not far from being at that spot where we're like, okay, guys, we got to have a band practice, and then we just need to sit down and figure out a band name. But we're not quite there yet, so we'll we're open to ideas. I'll say that. Sorry, carry on. Oh yeah. But yeah, so anyway, I'm sitting there in this old country house, living with my grandma, listening to an album about an old country house <laughs> and demons and a grandma and an evil grandma, you know, and I'm like, so it's perfect, you know, for me. And then subsequently, I find out later that the release date of them is uh -huh. September the 13th, which is my birthday. Nice. Wow. In 1988. So, and that's probably, I probably got it that year or, or you know, 89, <clears throat> you know, the early 89. So yeah, it's it was really cool because after that I was hooked, obviously, and um, you know anything King was was he was one of my favorites. And, yeah, but uh, so that was my introduction to him, and you know I've been listening to him ever since '88 or so. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's so you actually got to to experience like him releasing albums and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So that oh, would yeah. be very cool to be on that journey. It's a big deal because the small towns I live in, you know, you, they didn't have record stores. And, no. And Walmart doesn't carry no, King Diamond. No, of course not. So I'd always have to just wait until, you know, I got a chance to get to a bigger town or something to buy an album, you know, which oh, yeah. didn't have much money either. So sometimes it just didn't matter. But I had that one and that, and I think I ordered, you know, some other stuff from CBS. I might've got a couple or more, um, yep. but, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was cool because I got to enjoy his entire career with Fate and and him throughout the whole time. And you know, it was like a match made in heaven, though, as far as I'm concerned. I love horror and I love his theatrics and I love the 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 music. Is so is great and they're world class musicians. So it was a big influence on me musically as well. Sure. So oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's you know Anthony and I uh, in per in preparation for this week, we're watching a lot of King Diamond material and stuff. And he he actually um cause, since I'm you know the, the King Diamond in the band he associates a lot of the lyrics and stuff and focuses on that. And this time when he listened, he just listened to the instruments and stuff because he's been watching um, like a couple of YouTubers that are um, record producers or whatever, and they review video, um, music videos and music and stuff. And so he's now learning like what we as musicians, you know, like, oh, listen to that snare or, you know, the tone of that guitar. And he's really in tune with that kind of stuff now. And uh, he was talking about how great um, all the players and, and band members are and the stuff. And I'm like, dude, it's an absolute masterclass every person in the band it's mm -hmm. it's insane that the amount of skill um and, yeah, and technical and, prowess yeah, yeah and andy, andy's like top five for me absolutely for sure. maybe even three he may be like third wow. yeah so and that's pretty high influence up, yeah yeah no I, and i get that he's um as somebody that doesn't play guitar that just hears i like guitar uh work if you will that tells a story and supplements the song properly not just a noodle fest that doesn't mean anything but he, he can noodle too oh oh yeah oh for sure but yeah he's for so sure. tasteful so like like a classical composition for the same reason i love randy rhodes is you know i love andy you know it's like so he was just so good at, at putting it together oh absolutely you know but, yeah for sure um greg uh Crail, i hope i'm saying that right um says uh you were the first concert i ever went to um uh, you were at the Ritz Music Hall in Indianapolis, and I was hooked. That must be for Scott. No, that was he thinks not it's me. he thinks you're King Diamond. I think. Oh, well, oh, he thinks I'm Vince Neil. Uh, 
<laughs> Miserable. Um, yes. Well, I'm glad that you came and saw me in Indianapolis, Greg. Um, we did not go there, but we uh, did go and see King uh, last year. Uh, Richard and I and Anthony took a car ride to uh, Chicago and went and checked out uh, King Diamond as he played at the Riviera. And that was a not only a fantastic concert, but a great and very fun road trip, even though it was a, a quickie. Um, yeah. So um, how about yourself, Scott? When was your uh, first experience or exposure to King Diamond? Well, like Richard was saying, you couldn't pick up stuff like that at your Walmart or your, I think it was called Matco back in. Back in okay. <laughs> yeah. And by the, before, so also on the classic album clashes that we've had, we've talked about how, the importance of artwork and we got to, I feel like I almost have to remind people that it used to be that you were actually thumbing through physical things that you had no idea what they were or exactly. what the artists were. So there was, there was a whole magic about that just and seeing an artwork and going, sure, I'll try it. I don't know what it is, but I'll try it. So, so friends of mine, we would go up to, I lived in Boonville, and we would drive to Kansas City about once a month, you know, and go to the record stores, the mall up there. <laughs> what am I missing here? In Chicago, and oh, Kelly okay, said, did yeah, you yeah. see Bill? Uh, no, <laughs> it was it was too quick of a trip. Unfortunately, we couldn't find Bill <laughs> for all the Dirty Saints insiders there. Carry on. So anyway, we went up there, and we would go up to, because they had the good music stores at the malls in Kansas City back then. Oh, yeah. And they would have all the good import stuff, and I was just leafing through it, and there was Melissa. This would have been about the time it came out, 84. Wow, okay. And I picked it up, and I go, that's a pretty cool cover. And I flipped it over, and the guitar players, one had a V, and one of them had a Strat. And King looked interesting. I'm like, I'm going to check this out. <laughs> interesting. So I <laughs> picked it up and took it home. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is different, but I like it a lot. And then about a year after that, we uh, Motorhead was going to be in Kansas City. And I called about tickets to it about two weeks before the show. And they're like, well, we can get you four on the third row center. I'm like, yeah, there's an opening band called Merciful Fate. I go, that'll work out just fine. <laughs> but then a week before that, due to lack of ticket sales, they canceled the oh, show. Oh, that's right. I remember yeah. you telling me this. Yeah. Wow. Bad deal. So. Okay, so I'm trying. Woo! Whoa, that is earthy. Oh, back, to <laughs> um, his, back to his CBS. Trying your coffee, Brian. That is earthy as all good out. Um. It's good. It'll take some getting used to. <laughs> Back to his story about the, the, not, the 10 records for 99 cents. Uh-huh. A good friend of mine, I shouldn't say his name, Steve Winter, um, <laughs> was going to we'll, M- we'll get to him later. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't you worry. <laughs> was, was going to MU, and one of his jobs there, he worked in the mailroom. And what he would do was he would use some student's name, order the records for 99 cents, get the 10, keep the records, throw the bills away. And he did that I don't know how many times. Never got yeah, how they're going to track you down exactly I mean, there's no way exactly. right exactly. Yeah. yeah you know yeah well <clears throat> if, if the technology was different like the the downloading stuff hadn't happened but the technology we have now like they'd be all over the internet and they'd be able to find you but because of the way things were set up back then yeah oh, there's no. yeah yeah there ain't no finding anybody for sure okay so um as we get to know richard um in case anybody out there has not heard richard play i've got a little something queued up here for us oh boy um let's see here what i've got it wasn't my brief accordion stage, was it? <laughs> uh, I don't think so, but we'll see what the research department came up with this week. Oh, jeez. So this is footage from the uh, first... Uh, there we go. Um, I think that's me standing in the front row. Yes, it is. This was our first show as I had a wish. After seven months of practicing, this was our first gig opening up for uh, an Iron Maiden trip band here in town.
I don't remember. I'm sure I noticed it that night, but I don't remember. You see my mouse. This guy right here and this guy right here. I never noticed how much they are getting into this. Uh -huh. Like they are singing along to every word, and I'm like, wow. Hopefully, I noticed that that night. I sure did. for that so hard like once a week for several months and then uh the i had gone on vacation to arizona that's right and i didn't right touch before. my guitar for yes. seven days before that and i was so nervous i was like i am going to fuck this up you know right. what i mean yeah. and i did a few times well because but, we're practicing so regularly for so right. long yeah and then you just get out of sync you know just mm -hmm. a little bit yep. but you know i did all right I, I had some flubs but you know you just keep going and you play and you're having fun so i didn't care it was awesome that was like you know that's like a I've been wanting to do that my whole life, so it was just great to get that out Absolutely. Of, off the bucket list. Um, you know? <laughs> uh, Al says good stuff. Thank you very much, Al. We appreciate that. Um, so let's let's talk about that for just a second. You were the one that approached me, mm -hmm. um, and this was kind of our first actual getting together and getting to know each other and stuff. You would come out and see my old man no, Rat Poison you. and um, Death May Die, I think. <laughs> Death May Die. Okay, yeah. Death May Die. Um, and came out to a couple shows and were kind of you know, hey, would would you be interested and stuff? Um, and doing this King Diamond uh, band that I'm wanting to put together, I'm like. Pfft. So first of all, thank God you asked me because I would have been irate if right. he would have asked anybody <laughs> Somebody else. Somebody else would have sang that. Um, yeah. And um, and and second of all, I would have not come to your show. Um, not because of you, because right. I couldn't take somebody couldn't else trying to squawk thing. it out. Uh, I mean, hell, I could barely squawk it out. Um, but um, and and so I I wanted you know back then I just want to know I want you to know I should say uh, how appreciative I am that, to be included in that. I know it was oh, something yeah. that you looked forward to for a long time, way before you met me or anything. Um, and and. It, absolutely was one of the absolute most fun bands i've ever been a part of it was um, it was a lot of fun yeah so and and you know I, I actually i knew that i was gonna ask you because i'd seen you guys i had seen you play uh, like a year before that in the outland upstairs okay yeah when i came to see you that night you guys were downstairs yes but, um but i had seen you upstairs about a year before that and i talked to you briefly but i just said uh -huh. hey and you guys did a good job and whatever you know moved on you know the typical metal stuff sure you did awesome man you know Great <laughs> So and then, great set. I was like, dude, you're in the stall taking a dump. What are you talking about? But obviously, the first thing, yeah, the first thing I, I was like, he's wearing the makeup. He's, I bet he's a King fan, and obviously he had the pipes. And I was like, you know, it's first person I had in mind. How's it going, Chris Hansen? Chris hand job. Chris hand job. Yeah. So, and I'll I'll tell you my story. Uh, and and since that kind of segue is great, because uh, in Death May Die, um, in case anybody is watching and not in the Springfield area or hasn't seen, uh, I wear full face paint like this. Uh, in my original cover, uh, cover in my original metal band where we write our own music, uh, the makeup is similar. It's, it doesn't look anything like this. It's just the black and white face paint kind of thing. Um, so I think Richard was able to see that and go, okay, yeah, it's similar. There's that, an influence. You, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so my introduction is is actually hysterical. And now that you know me, you'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I totally, <laughs> I would predict that. So um, like I said, in Death May Die, um, all, all, almost the entire time I've been in Death May Die, minus maybe nine months or so the first nine months i didn't do face paint or whatever and then i kind of got into it because i'm like i almost want to create a persona or you know like just a something to enhance our storytelling because we're very theatrical and stuff and i had no idea who king diamond was as as i entered um death may die so um i'm doing face paint on every show i would tweak something do something a little different and good old google image search 
<laughs> I search, I'll never forget what I types in, creepy metal face paint. One of the first <laughs> things that pops up is, is King with the, the crosses and stuff on his face. And I'm like, that is cool. Um, and so I, I, I did that. I'm like, I'm just going to rip it right off because I think it's so cool. And I show up and John Layton, my guitar player, goes, what's up, King? And I'm like, King? What are you talking about? He's like, King Diamond. I'm like, who the fuck's King Diamond? <laughs> so, yeah, so here I was wearing King Diamond makeup. Didn't even know who he was. I just thought it was some random person on Google with face paint. Um, and so he's like, no. So then after we played, um, as the next band was setting up, he's like, here, come out to the car. So I go out to his car, and he he throws in the first song. Grandma! And that's all I heard. I'm like, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I love it. This motherfucker's yelling about his grandma. I am in. And he's like, no, you have no idea. He's like, you got to listen to the whole thing. It's like this whole storytelling concept album kind of stuff. I was like, oh, really? And he's like, oh, man. And so he's telling me all about it. And it's like so much information is going in here and going out there. But I'm like, King Diamond, I remember that. So I, I go home and I research. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, and and these, it, it's so cool because if you're not familiar with King Diamond, like each album kind of has its own theme and stuff and, and has a story. And and a lot of that, there's a single thread of similarities and stuff, but there's it, like, my God, you talk about somebody's music that should be made into a movie. Forget the dirt, forget any other Elton John, F Freddie Mercury. King Diamond needs to have a freaking movie made. And there's, it would, at least, it would, there's at least six golden I'm, scripts. Yes. Out yes. Of his catalog. Absolutely. It is absolutely next level storytelling. So, so yeah, Google image search is how I ended up coming into, uh, into King Diamond, <laughs> getting yeah. to know him. So, yeah. so if I may add, I was at that show. At which show? The one you they, just showed there. The Eye of the Witch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Right but anyway, I'd heard, that, I'd heard that there was an Iron Maiden tribute band going to be there, and it was our friends in Transylvania. Yes. Shout out, props to those boys. Absolutely. Yeah, was uh, there's another local exactly. band. Yeah. Missed out on them. Yeah. But then I found out there was a King Diamond band opening. I'm like, oh, you got to be shit. Like, <laughs> and and I, was, I was like, you know, I'll pay my cover and then ask for a refund. Yeah. And so then I get there, and at this point, you and I, we were we were acquaintances. We weren't really friends like we are now. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I kind of said hi, and then somebody said, I think Jared's king. And I'm like, well, I know he's a theater person. <laughs> I'm one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he likes art, you know, verbal and now, you know. So. <laughs> I love it. And you got up there and just fucking nailed it. And I'm standing on the front row singing along, you know, with 90% of the words and just had the best damn time. You know? Oh, I'm so glad. Everybody's like, how do you know these songs? Everybody does. Right. It, you know? Yeah. How do you not? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, you going to use your screen cam tonight, Jared? Uh, oh, you mean this old number? What the? What are the neighbors How's, saying? Oh. Who lives over here? I don't give a fuck. Fuck. I ah, know. But then after that, I started I bringing either. you like King Diamond magazine articles and shit like yes. that. And then you and I became really all good friends. Of, yes, yeah. all kinds of fun stuff. I have a, I have this one, and you also gave me the one where he's uh in like the early like conspiracy mm -hmm. slash merciful fate kind of thing, uh, as shown on the back, and it's also in that closet that I can't get to, um, unfortunately, so I couldn't put that. Oh, he's coming out of the closet. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> was there, is so, there a closet? <laughs> Very big closet. Yes. I know um, this is the only show I've ever been a guest on where the green room and the brown room are the same. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. And then uh, you also gave me this, um, and I absolutely. didn't even—I didn't even realize when you first gave it to me until um, it was probably a couple of weeks after that I opened it up, and I was going to get a chance to read it, and mm -hmm. then life happens, and I haven't had a chance yet. But tell me the story about this. You've got a signature in there. Oh. The signature says, uh, well, I'll let you read it. It says. I did that well ago. Um, 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 um. <laughs> did you? <laughs> it says in here, to Scott, Satan's Folio. 
based on a, a Satan's Fall was the name of a title they had back in the day. <laughs> there you go, and that was autographed by the offer. Yeah, Mr. Popov there writes lots of cool rock books, and I pick up most of them. And we have chatted online, and he signs the stuff. And these are to all me. the books that he's written. Like there's, oh, there's four, like seven, four pages of like seventy books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. And I, I again, I, I very much appreciate your gifts over the oh, years no and all that. It's it's something I I very much treasure. I love 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 having all this kind of stuff. So. Uh, it's right up my alley. Um, all right. So before we get to uh, get to Scott and get to know him, um, let's let's play us another ones. game, shall we? Scott, you obviously listen to like LPs, but oh, did yes. you ever do the sitting there with that cassette, you know, trying to read that tiny print because all the lyrics oh, yeah. were in that cassette, you know, and just sitting there like listening to it and trying to read that tiny print. Yeah. I don't know how many hours I spent. <laughs> Dev says next Next roast cam, can you do shot glass? Yes. In uh, my days, there was no content on the eight tracks, you know. Right. All. There was no content on that. <laughs> you remember, did you have the them cassette? Uh, yes, I did. Did you remember, like, in, it had the lyric sheet, but it also had a key to the solos. Do you remember that? Oh, it yes, had it did. A little symbol. The triangles yeah, and uh -huh. the circles. Mm -hmm. So exactly. it was like triangle was Andy solo, circle was Pete Black. Oh, yeah, solos. yeah. I've yeah. never seen that. Yeah. That was pretty cool because you knew who was playing. And obviously, you know, you know what style, you know, you absolutely know that guy is. Yep. During that time, I was traveling and playing, and I always took a cassette player with him because I would go walking and running throughout the day or wherever he was at. And that was one of the main tapes that got so much listen. Yeah. Pete gosh. was awesome, too, though. That album is unbelievable. All right, we're playing a game, right? <laughs> yeah, in just a second. Uh, Scott uh, is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, eight tracks, yes. I am one of, I was barely um, old enough for eight tracks. I never owned an eight track, I started with cassettes. And uh, stole a lot of my parents' vinyls, <laughs> and then uh, ended up getting into my I own. Had, uh, I had I used to listen to the Foreigner debut album on eight track, and it would cut Cold as Ice right in the middle. When oh, really? Cold yeah. as Ice, you know, it, and it fades yep. out, and then it comes back in yep. in that middle section. That's interesting. Well, when we traveled, we had an equipment truck that came with an eight track player in it. Okay. Okay. And so we'd go to yard sales and grab all these eight tracks, you know, for like a quarter. <laughs> but but it only played track three, so we listened to the same two and a half oh, songs no. over and over and over. And oh over God, now. that's hell on earth. <laughs> <laughs> uh rico how's it going my friend good to see you uh who's your makeup artist that would be me um i spent all of about 10 15 minutes doing it um thank you i appreciate that um see like i said earlier in the show i i used to it used to take like 45 minutes because i'd sit here and get everything perfect um and it doesn't look bad now but it, i've narrowed it down to about 15 minutes after over a decade of just doing face painting and, and getting better at it so thank you i appreciate that okay so gentlemen let's play our second game and then we'll get to know scott henry a little bit Oh God! I knew I should have, uh, I should have revoked did that. I, did I doze off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ring. <laughs> uh, so our next game is gonna be the list. Uh, so for listeners and watchers, I should say, uh, viewers of our <laughs> show, uh, you will know that this is a game that was only played so far on the first episode, uh, which, thanks to Facebook, is currently not available. Um, yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, but I learned a lot real quick about copyright. So, <laughs> sucker bird. Uh, yes. So, um, let me see. Let me get to my notes here. Uh, we're going to play a game called The List. And I've created this game especially for this episode. Um, and it's got a little bit of a, um, a spooky um, twist to it, if you will. So, I won't explain how the game is going to work. I've got a special guest that's going to explain how this game works. Um, and, uh, yeah, this will be for the both of you. So, let's see how we do this. Awesome. Nice. 
party. You're about to be handed a deck of cards. A stack of cards. Each card has a name of a King Diamond album on it. Put them in order from earliest to latest. You will have 100 seconds. Time for the reveal. Feeling confident? Let's see how you did. <laughs> how do you feel? I just soiled my drawers. <laughs> <laughs> Scared the soggy bottom. Shit out of me. All right, so let's see how we did. Um, I will start. Actually, both of you are on camera together, so if you will take Hi, your take your first Hi. one and and put it up, and let's see what your first answer is. Uh, right. <laughs> ready? Go. Fatal Portrait. And that answer is correct. Second album. Um, let's see what you got. Flip it. Abigail. That is also correct. Good job so far. Um, and third on the list is them and uh, them. You're, you're, I think your microphone's covering it up, Scott. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Those are sweet album covers. They really are. They really, yeah, really are. Until yes. the last one. Great. Okay. Um, next we've got conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Correct. You guys are on fire. 
The I is next. Yes, that's correct. Here's where it starts to get. Yeah, uh-huh. So before the show, Anthony's like, oh, that'll be easy. I'm like, oh, there's an era. Just wait. There's yeah. an era where things get sketchy. Ready? Okay, ready, set, flip. Spider's lullaby is what they've got next. And they are correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. Now then, we're turning the, wait, wait, the back switch. Wait, stop, 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 stop. Uh-oh. No cheating. Don't be looking at Richards. No, I didn't see Richards. I just, I just had some. Oh, I mean to tell you, I'll throw him out the window. Oh. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Ready? All right. Flip him. Yep. Flip him. Uh, the graveyard, and what did you say? The graveyard, yeah, Richard? I, yep. Okay. Yes. That is correct. Sweet. I'm liking my chances till now. All oh, right. No, and I like it now. Okay, here we go. Ready? Ready, Ready. set, flip. Voodoo and oh, Abigail to right. Revenge. I think Scott's got me. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Scott. All right. Uh, Scott wins this oh, game, but we will carry well, on. Let's, let's, Don't be let's, shuffling. Let's, Don't be shuffling. I'm not shuffling. I, I grabbed from the back. Okay, what's next? Back. Oh, God. I should have done I, that next. I, I had Abigail too next. Oh, what you're you wrong. Had? I had Voodoo next. Oh, okay. We both got that. But okay. yeah, so we could both. Uh, so up next, now that you flip those, is House, House of God, God what yeah. you've got next? I'd house of God next. All right, and that would be incorrect. Um, I will wait, even though we're now out of order. Go ahead and tell me what you got next after, after house, house of God. Of God. Yep. I'd puppet master. Puppet master. Uh, there's your reverse right. and puppet master. Yes. Yep. Okay, so now we're back on track, and uh, next we've got. Obviously, it gets easy here, but. Your soul. Worst album cover ever. Right. What is up with that? <laughs> yeah. And finally, the Institute. If what's what's the holdup on that? Why is uh, it? COVID. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the short answer. Good job. Um, Good job. And I'm not sure on that. I feel I feel so strongly that we had that album on iTunes and listened to that on the way up uh, to Chicago when we went and saw them, and now it's gone. The only thing that's on there is Mansion Sing or uh, uh, Masquerade of Madness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting. All right, that is how we play the list. What the hell is that? <laughs> hey, <laughs> there's uh, all the albums there. So, yeah, Spiders of the Graveyard and then Voodoo, yeah. Yep. Voodoo was badass. I really liked that. Absolutely. Album. All right. So, <laughs> now that we've seen a close up of Scott and a close up of Scott, <laughs> well, uh, let's get uh, up close and personal with Scott. Um, so, here we go. Mr. Scott Henry put you in the hot seat. Oh, boy. Um, tell me about yourself, my friend. Um, I know you've been playing music for a long time, and by a long time, I mean, um, eons. Well, <laughs> not <laughs> okay. What I what I really mean to say is, people know you here in Springfield mm-hmm. as as a great musician and somebody that's been in bands for a long time. But you have a story prior to Springfield um, that you were in bands and stuff up in northern Missouri or mid Missouri, I guess, in Boonville, Missouri, the, yeah, c- the center go. of the universe, actually. Okay, so and, tell us tell us about the beginning of your journey. I've actually got some pictures here, um, and maybe w- let's let's go in reverse. Let's start with pictures, and you can kind of tell us about it. Okay, and, and uh, yeah, so. That's, oh, that's oh, a good picture oh, there. Oh, oh, we want to. Uh, I need a haircut. My hair won't stop going. <laughs> I can whip you up some gel here in a second. Oh, we want this, and uh, there we oh. go. Tell us a little bit about that, Scott. 1988. Uh, is that at Burlington, Iowa? Yeah. Uh, the hair was real. That's back when the dear mom days, we were traveling, playing five to seven nights a week, 51 weeks out of the year. Never hurting for work. Uh, Steve Winter, our keyboard player, booked us and made sure that we were booked six months in advance all the time. What band is this? Uh, Dear Mom. Hmm. And uh, we did some recording in Nashville, some original songs. We wanted to be the next Bon Jovi, but the world decided one was plenty. 
<laughs> but for about seven, eight years of my life, I got to travel, live the dream, not work, and not hurt for money. And um, some of the best experiences. Our friends around us was getting big deals and everything. It just never happened to us. But I, I can't complain. I got to do so much more than most people do. And, uh, yeah, that was the bur the name of that place. I remember that picture. Do you want to try some of this? Yeah. I already got it. Looks good. Thank okay. you. If you, want, if you want to try some. All right. I'll let you know. Um. So, but yeah, we all had pretty hair back then. Dirk, Dirk even had really good looking hair. Back oh yeah, then, and, and we'll showcase some of that. Mm -hmm. um, talk to me about the beginning of you, and and for those of you that watch the show, you know I don't normally do a lot of deep dives and stuff, but currently there's not a, a Scott Henry episode to find anywhere. So I want to <laughs> know. Tell me about you first picking up an instrument. What inspired you? Um, how long was it before you joined a band? What was your first band? That kind of stuff. Okay, well back in say I don't want to say the year, but I think it was 1973. Oh, there was used to be a TV show called ABC's In Concert, and I was on one night, and Alice Cooper came on. Uh huh. And I'm like, that's pretty. We'll see. I've even been to Cooperstown, one of his restaurants in Cleveland there. Nice. Um, and I'm like, this is pretty badass. And so I convinced my mom and dad, will you get me a bass guitar? Because everybody at my school played guitar. No, nobody played bass. So um, they they were kind of reluctant. You know, yeah, we're afraid, you know, because stuff was expensive back then. We're, we're afraid that you're going to pick it up and then not do anything else with it. So they leased a guitar, a bass and an amplifier. Okay. And I just spent that entire summer in my room, as, you know, because I had, wasn't working back then. I was just a little kid. And I uh, just spent all summer just in there, just buried to that thing, learning every song off all the Alice Cooper albums. So you started by learning songs, or yes. did you start by doing notes and chords and that kind of stuff? My, Which I know that chords aren't really a thing for bass, but I was also like kind of neck theory, if you will. I was also in band and everything, and I played the tuba. used to take tuba solos to state competition back in the day. And so I could read music there. And gotcha. my my brother's wife my sister-in-law i guess at the time she was a music teacher in bunston missouri and she charted a lot of notes out and everything for me so yeah i could read music there at first and, and tuba is also in bass clef absolutely yeah so for those of you who don't play an instrument like that like the tr the transition would have been yeah. pretty easy for you so i spent that entire summer learning every song by alice cooper's bass player dennis didn't know for note then i went on to sabbath and learned all their stuff oh yeah <clears throat> here we are with our sabbath and alice cooper right teacher. yeah and from there it was uriah heap and then from there just oh kiss i was there when kiss broke out that's right learned all that stuff very cool and then later on um some friends of mine in high school we put a little band together called midwest and our parents would rent out the vfw hall across the street from the house for 75 bucks and we would charge three dollars stag five dollars drag as they called it back then. <laughs> oh yeah and and what does that mean exactly? Uh, three dollars single, five dollars couples. There you go. Stag and drag. Stag and drag. <laughs> nice. And we were 16, 17 years old, but by the time, I mean, it was a massive thing. By the time we got done playing, we would each go home with almost two hundred bucks in our pocket. And no back, kidding. And back then in 1976, 77, that was a yes. Shit and you were how old at that point? Uh, 16, 17. Man, I'm telling you, that is good money. And yeah, <laughs> did your parent now when you were making that money? Did your parents? Um, at any point, like, ask you to start making payments on the lease for your base, or had you already bought a new base oh, by at, that point? At, at that point, they decided, yeah, he's serious about okay. this. So they went gotcha. ahead and got that. And, yeah, and then after that, they would co-sign loans for me up, up until I could, you know, to buy equipment and everything. That's awesome. And I always paid all that stuff I'm, off. I'm so happy to hear that you had supportive parents. Oh, they were behind yeah. me 110%. I mean, fantastic. Gosh. But then, yeah, we Were they was, musical? No, uh, my dad played trumpet a little bit, I think, but okay. not, not that I recall gotcha. at all. Okay. <clears throat> But yeah, we did that a lot, and um, yeah, we had the bug. And as of now, let's see, the the guitar player, Jay, I don't know whatever happened to him. Robbie, the drummer, he was in um, some kind of big money magazine thing. He went to St. Louis and started some big internet company things, and he's he's a millionaire now. Wow. And the other guy, Tony, he's a big CPA. He's a millionaire now, too. 
And here I am struggling, sitting here talking to a guy in a King Diamond outfit. <laughs> I call that win-win in my book, my <laughs> That's gosh. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I think you got the better end of the deal if you want to ask me. I really do, too. But I still stay in touch with those guys. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, do they still play at all? Uh, I think Tony is writing songs. He wants to be the next big thing. You know, all you need is one big hit, you know. Uh, and, that's for sure. And I don't think Robbie does. But anyway, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're going we're gonna to continue on the Scott Henry journey here. Um, tell us a little something about this picture. Oh, that was towards the end now, of the Dear Mom era. I'm, I'm wanting to know, is that Archie's? <laughs> I, I know that it's not, but I just, it it's does. A, the <laughs> ceiling looks familiar. Yeah. There was an Archie's everywhere back then. Yes, there gosh. was. You see in the right corner there, Peter Carson's Productions? Little band out of um, uh, St. Louis called Pale Divine, who got the big deal with Atlantic Records, and then got dropped, and uh, they used to play here all the damn time. Great band. And their guitar player, Richard Fortis, went on to play with a lot of big oh, bands. Yeah. And he's been in um, Guns N' Roses, what, for the last 25 years yeah. now. Yeah, he's yep. come out hanging with us, you know, at the Pete's house and everything back wow. in the day. That's very cool. Let's see, that's Dirk there. Okay, so we'll go we'll go from uh, left or from right to left. So right here, this is is this Peter? No, 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 no. That oh. that that's that's our drummer, um, Buck the Drummer, as we called him. Mike Heffield, he's in St. Louis still, still playing. Okay. Millionaire? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, no. And of course, there's Dirk. Dirk Allman. Wasn't from the he Dirty good? Saints. Look, Dirk and I've been friends for 35, 36 years now. It blows my mind. Now. Yeah. So you guys, you were down. We we were down at Branson as you guys played with the Dirty Saints uh, at the Tiki Bar last night, mm -hmm. and somebody was talking to us after the show, and Dirk and I were standing there. He was talking to Dirk, um, and asked how long Dirk had been playing. And he's like, "Well, I've only had one bass player the whole time, mm -hmm. you know." So. Scott and Dirk have been playing together for, he quoted it as being like 36, 38 years, yeah, something like that. Longest time. Amazing. I can't believe that. That is um, not only just uh, loyalty, but like, that's a true, everybody wants to call their band, you know, a gang or a brotherhood. That is a true brotherhood. Uh, when you've got almost 40 years of experience playing with the same person, He's one um, of my that's, dear, it's amazing. One of the best people I know. Yeah. Good that, dude. Next okay. Him, so that is an 18 year old Bill Bruce right there. Huh. Local boy here. Okay. And he just moved back from, um, 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 oh, shit, he was in, um, well, this ties in good, too. He had just moved back from L.A. He was out there, went to school out there and everything, and he was playing in Hellion. Oh, really? And Anne Boleyn, um, the singer of Hellion, dated King for some time. No way. And Bill said she used to come to rehearsal and, and complain about how King had trouble getting it up. <laughs> oh, no. True story. True story. <laughs> Well, thankfully, we've got pills for that now. He but, needs but, blood. But, and, and, and Bill, um, by gosh, he's just a wonder kid, phenomenal guitar player, still a great friend. We chat once in a while online. Is he still playing? Oh, absolutely. I've seen his okay. videos on the on online. And, on the and Chris, actually, Chris Hansen, our buddy Chris Hansen, his, he knows him pretty good, too. So, oh, really? Okay. Um, but yeah, The name Bill Bruce sounds very familiar to me, but I, I can't put real, a current face to it. He's real, real good. The crazy thing about Bill is when we tried to drive to shows, uh, he would drive with me all the time. And we listened to lots of his new bands that he listened to. Shotgun Messiah was one of them. We loved them over and over and over. After the band split up, Bill got a gig in that band. And was, oh, really? Yeah, was their second guitar player and got to tour and travel with them. Wow. And then now um, he's he did he's living in Nashville, does some recording, does some acting there. If you've seen the, the TV show Nashville, mm -hmm. he, is, he, is, he is in there. He is pretending to be a music uh, mixer. In the in the studio. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Goes, yeah, here I am pretending to be a studio in a pretend studio in this and yeah. <laughs> ah, but he's on TV doing oh, that's that for funny. quite a while. Yeah. That's funny. And then who's this goof over here? Oh, I don't know who that idiot is. I'd be Scott know. Henry. Yeah. And Scott, how old do you think you're working? You got here? fired shortly after. I was yeah. I was thirty two years old right there. Thirty two. <clears> wow. <throat> that's amazing. Uh, I'm trying to read too what it says up here in this top corner. Can you can you uh, tell what that is? Uh, 
Better late than never. Uh, Bucket bar will. I don't know what the Bernard uh, Bucket T or Buck T uh, with I, Mike he, Hellhill. I don't Mike Hellhill. Yeah, Buck T drummer. Buck the drummer. Oh, okay, gotcha. We were playing in Kansas City one night, and the House of Lords band showed up. Greg Jafria, Doug Aldridge was a guitar player at that time, and they sat in and played a song with us, but they didn't have their drummer, so Buck played with them. So we referred to them as the International House of Buck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nice. Um, I want to I want to jump back over to some of these comments before we carry on. Um, let's see here. Um, Elk says, yep, cassettes and vinyl for her, too. Um, Rico, that sexy blonde. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Lisp. Not sure what that one was. I don't mean. Um, uh, spooky. I like it. She liked the last game. Very good. Um, Kelly Bowen says, and accurately so, Scott is a musical encyclopedia. He usually... Uh, Tells you Thanks, year, Kelly. track, listings, producer, players, etc. Um, on about any artist you can think of. No pressure, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you're right. He does. You, you're very pa like your passion um, is very uh, apparent to everybody that you talk to, and that. And I, I love that because I find that to be so few and far between anymore. You've seen the collection. You've been by the house. I have. Yeah. It's insane. Um, in fact, sometime we should we should remote you in on a video call so you can show some of that off. Um, Scott or uh, Scott, mm -hmm. uh, that's Aaron, of course, drummer from Isle of the Witch, um, and Death May Die. Uh, love your nails. I'm not sure whose nails you're talking about. Uh, Jesus is not here. It would be Richard. Um, I bite that shit up. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you got them guitar player lack of fingernails. Uh, Lost Boys, Dear Mom. Pinky. Uh, didn't she play bass in Tipsy McStagger? Oh, good lord! Yes, I <laughs> did. That was Bill Bruce, wasn't yes, it? Yeah, Bill was with me there too. Yeah. 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 I saw you guys, me and Hanson saw you guys at, uh, I don't know if you were playing it at that time, but um, we went out there and saw you at that bar way out on Ramones. Yeah, that's I, it. I was there five, four to five nights a week, 50 <laughs> weeks out wow. of the year, the last like five years of its existence. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, Tim C. McStagger, yep, did that too. Uh, Lost Boys did that. Craig Goldie. Uh, Richard Keene says, I lived in Boonville from 92 to 94, uh, two crappiest years of my life. Oh, you were doing time, weren't you? You were in the prison. <laughs> ah. uh, Roger, I'm from uh, up in that direction as well. Chilcothy is my hometown, okay. and uh, I, I didn't like it up there either. I enjoyed it um, more in retrospect than as I was actually there. I grew up on a farm and stuff, and that wasn't my shtick. Uh, I'm very grateful that I grew up with that because it gave me work ethic and all kinds of great stuff. But anyway... Not my cup of tea either. Uh, glad the, to be here in the big city. The Craig of Goldie, Craig, Craig did time in House of Lords, but he wasn't the guitar player when there. It was freaking Doug Aldridge. We have pictures. The good thing about this is Dirk number one was there, you know, as a witness. All these people we met along the years, so he, sure. he verifies it. Number two, we had pictures and stuff from back then too, from yeah. time to time. Yeah. Yep. And that's really cool that you guys have held on to those too, and they haven't gotten yep. lost in the shuffle over uh, the years. I, that would be me holding on to stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Not Dirk. Uh, Elk says, "Yeah, back then only lease instruments." Yeah. I can remember uh, I, I actually played trumpet and uh, viola in, in middle school, and, yeah, they were both leased. Graffiti's, uh, that was a bar we used to, Dirk and I used to play at um, in here in Springfield. We'd play two weeks every two months. And where was that at? Because I've heard this name, Graffiti's, before, but it, it it's, was— It's on Battlefield. It's across the street from the Wendy's. It's a uh, gym now. Uh, oh, yeah, what used right. to be Planet Fit or— uh, Yeah, yeah, um, it is. Um, yeah. It's uh, Genesis now, but it used to be—doggone um, it. I'll never think of the name now. Um, uh can't remember. Anyway, yeah. Um, heterosexual life partner. Look at Bill Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kelly says, didn't Bill play in uh, Shotgun Messiah 2? covered that. And there it is. Boom, baby. <clears throat> um, Bill's <clears throat> awesome. And there it is. <laughs> uh, went to high school with Bill, Chris says. 
He said he recorded my first few bands demos, and I sat in and played a few songs uh, when he was in Tipsy McStagger. Uh, then he probably heard the, those. The, the Tipsy McStagger, that was the name of the band when we were in the house band at Ramones. Okay, there you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Ramones, yep. Uh, Ramines. <laughs> uh, Yucatan. The, the funny thing is the first time Dirk and Mines band play, Dirk and I's band played in Springfield, we played at Ramones, okay? Now, the, and you guys, was he living up there as well? Yes. And you guys would we were travel down here? We were all in the Columbia here? area, yeah. sharing the D, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what my computer's doing. But anyway, Ramones was not the you cleanest place. Oh, yeah, definitely was not. Oh, and, my God, what is happening? Uh -oh. Okay, well, whatever. This, so, is, this is great. Carry on. Keep so, going, Scott. So the first time we played here in Springfield, it was there at that place. And it, it wasn't the cleanest place. I mean, I love the place, but it wasn't the cleanest place. And then seven years later, no, and eight years later, I'm in a house band there, and Dirk comes out and checks it out and goes, God, Scott, they haven't even vacuumed this place. Wow. <laughs> Unplug it and plug it back in. Well, if I do that, then we'll lose our live Your stream, keyboard? So. There no. you go. You did oh. something there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Did you have your hand on Stepped something? Stepped on something. You did it. I think I figured it out. I think that was right. Yes. Good. Good call, Richard. Okay. Yeah, I forgot I had a wireless keyboard that was sitting over here. Um, yeah, so so what year was it that you guys came down to Springfield for the first time and played? 80, yep. 87, 86, 87, I'm thinking. Okay, and then how often did you come back? Was this like a kind of part of your loop? I'm assuming you guys had kind of a tour loop sort of thing that you would hit different well, clubs. When we started back in the mid-80s, we all had daytime jobs, but there was enough small towns around where we lived in the Columbia, Missouri area that we could play you know, different clubs each weekend. Right. And so we would do that. And then we would get a little further out, about an hour, hour and a half out. And so we would use vacation time. Like a couple of us would use a vacation day on Friday, go up early so we could start setting shit up and everybody go up at five and come up. Until we got too far out and popular enough, we was playing four to five nights a week, we could all quit our day jobs, which is, I don't think anybody could do that now. Oh, God, no. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, it was, we played at Ramones and then the Graffiti's was a new club that just opened up and we hit it off good with people up there and became kind of a regular up there and stayed there until it closed. Very cool. And so what's what year or what's the kind of timeline before you guys moved from up north to down here in Springfield? And did that happen together? Did you and Dirk move down together or was it one and then the other followed or uh, how did D that work? Dirk and I were both engaged to um, young ladies down here at the time. So we both ended up down here. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Very cool. All right. Well, um, I've got some other questions, but I'm going to uh, I'll get to those here in a second. And some of these questions are things that we discussed amongst ourselves on the uh, Talk and Shop episode. And I want to see uh, with two people that are great musicians and one specifically, uh, Scott, who has years and years of, of local experience here, see if he can answer all, all the questions and solve all the world's problems. Um, so before we do, I've got a couple other pictures here. Um, let's see if you can tell us about, uh, tell us about that one. That, okay. <clears throat> there you go. Now, I... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a stab on this one. Okay. Is this uh, right here on the far right? Is that Steve? That's Steven Steve Winter. Steve Winters. Yes. Yep. Okay. And then, um, and that was your keyboard player? Yes. And then over here. Uh, that's, that's Michael Hennig. We used to call him Junior because he was so much younger than us. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Uh, uh, and I've got stories about all these guys, too, if you ever want to hear. That, that, that sweet looking thing, there's me. Uh-huh. And there's Dirk again. Man. And there's the drummer from the other picture there, Mike. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Fuck the drummer. Yeah. So, t so t let's, if you've got stories, let's hear them. Uh, and I know, okay, time out. <laughs> I need to put a disclaimer. Um, I've heard some fantastic, fantastic Stephen Winter stories from Scott Henry over the years. Um, needless he, to he, say. He and I still chat on a regular basis. 
one of my dearest friends of the world. I love him dearly. God bless him. He's a good dude. He's and all, oh all, my all these God. guys are. All these oh, guys absolutely. are. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and Steve is, you know, so I know him. I was introduced to him uh, also down at the Tiki Bar in Branson. Yes, that's right. Last year, mm -hmm. uh, he had to fill in for Richard um, uh, Kittleman on one of your shows. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, what a treat that was. Um, <laughs> he is so much like you, it's insane. And the fact that, like, you give him an inch, he'll give you a 30-year uh, uh episode of stories and stuff and it's fantastic um so i i'll leave this up to you you can you can go as out on the on the end of the plank as you want with some of these stories um well, but let's let's hear a good stephen winter story because well, i know you've got a shit ton oh man i'm trying to think something i can say that's not going to offend him or anybody okay yeah good luck <laughs> and if it's too much to put you on the spot we'll go to the next guy steve's dating somebody now so i don't want to come oh yeah there. Um, mm. um, but man there's there's some good stories and I'll be oh, honest, man. I'll be honest, and this is this way with you. Um, some of the stories that you've told, I've overheard you tell to other people, and I'll, I'll purposely stop what I'm doing and go and hear it again because I'm like, I just love hearing some of the stories and the road tales that you have. So, well, back, yeah. Back then, you know, um, free love port more or less. Well, not like the 60s, but, you know, we were all single, you know, and, and uh, pretty much flying free. Well, you were young and you're, you're like actual gigging musicians. 80s and, yeah. traveling band, yeah, and this, that, and the other. And back when we started, anytime you would have um, relations with a young lady, uh -huh. you would take a piece of tape and put it around your microphone stand. Okay. Oh, oh, really? That was called a stripe. Okay. See, in my era, we just did it because it looked cool because everybody before us did it. <laughs> Steve's looked like a barber pole in just no oh. time at all. <laughs> the mic stand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Steve there, if, uh, he wouldn't like me telling the story, but fuck him, I will. Um, Steve's little brother is Alex Winter, who is Bill in the Bill and Ted movies. There you go. And he's also well, in the Lost Boys. Well, I don't know why he wouldn't want you to tell that story. He tells it to everybody he gets an opportunity to. Steve does? No, he generally cut, but cuts it off. But no? now that you know the, the new movie's out there and everything, he's, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but Alex, True. Would come, Alex would come hang out with us once in a while. He was in the Lost Boys movie. He was the curly-haired vampire in that one. Got it in the chest upside down. Oh, yeah. Cave, yep. Know? And he also had a TV show called The Idiot Box on MTV. If you find it on YouTube, it's hilarious stuff. Okay. And he's been writing and doing stuff ever since then. The Bill and Ted thing's his first big breakout thing since then. Wow. But but that's an event. But but Steve, yeah, uh, my God, musical encyclopedia. Uh, if you fart, he can tell you what key it is. I mean, he's got, he has perfect pitch. I'm oh, really? Joking. Yeah. Uh, he, you give him a date, and he'll tell you where we were, what we were doing, who he's playing, what was going on at the time. Wow. He's brilliant. He really is. And wow. Super nice guy. Very cool. Um, and then the other guy there, Michael Hennig. This one? Yeah. Yep. Uh, junior? Yeah, Junior. He he was in, He's in a band called Platinum Rock Legends now, voted number one band out of St. Louis the last three or four years. Yeah. They were just in Springfield last year, weren't they? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he just texted me or a couple weeks back. Yeah, there's a guitar in Springfield. Will you pick it up for him? I said, sure. So I went and picked it up, you know, mailed it to him. He PayPal me the money and everything. Uh, after leaving us, he was in, remember Shooting Star out of Kansas City? Okay, yeah. Yeah, he was part of those guys, and he's just a phenomenal player. Just I, Dirk and I have been blessed. We've never played with a bad guitar player. We've yeah. just had monsters. That's awesome. Uh, junior, and then the other guitar player's name was Danny Drab, who left us and was in a band here called New World Spirits. I'm not familiar with them. Uh, they used to have a big local. But before that, when he joined us. He had just got done. He got out of cocaine rehab, and his counselor was Doug Figer, the guy that wrote and sang My Sharona, The Knack. No kidding. And, yeah, he was in his box. Wow. He had a box of knack picks in his trunk. And then after that, he was Steve I's guitar tech on the Eat Him and Smile album. Wow. He hung out the studio up there, and he would tell the stories. Yeah, I had all kinds of messed up jobs. Yeah, you know, play tennis with Dave, go horseback ride with Dave, listen to Dave's philosophy. We're like, you're talking about David Lee Roth. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. That is insane. Mm. But yeah, we just phenomenal guitar players. We were blessed. Buck was an incredible drummer. Incredible. Wow. But anyway. Um, 
and then here we've got the there it is there's the there's big the promo money shot. shot yep so so who if you remember do you remember who did this or how this came about like did you have somebody that was at your shows taking pictures and you're like hey do you do promo shots or no. how did that work for you back in this era uh pete carson our manager back then uh he hired a guy dave probst i believe who's also he and i recently reconnected on facebook and he's showing all kinds of pictures of old bands back then phenomenal photographer came out and took shots for us all day there yeah that's danny there on the left the guy that was uh 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 New World Spirits and, and okay. Steve Eyes Guitar Tech and all that stuff. And then here's Scott uh, Dirk with a perm. Dirk with a perm, yeah. And this is your drummer. I'm um, Buck. And, and there's Steve Winter there. Steve Winter. Now, I want to say something about this this picture. Um, it's a great picture, but I want to I want to get on to whoever did the lighting. Um, because if you look at Steve's leg over here, you, like you could see you could see the leather pants. It's badass, right? Mm-hmm. Look at the shadow. He looks like he's got the gout in his right leg. <laughs> He did. He oh, did. Okay. It got it looks, better. It looks like it's like six times the size. Anyway, that's that's the thing I noticed first about that picture. Back in those days with our band and management and everything, Pete was handling us. Uh, we we were writing original songs and you know trying to get the big deal per se. But back then, you know, record labels just got you know thousands of tapes every day. Pete used to be in the business himself. He played bass on a lot of the bubblegum stuff, yummy, 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 sugar, sugar stuff like that. Right. So he knew people in the business, and we would give Pete a thousand bucks a month. And uh, he would take our original stuff. We would go to Nashville, record there. He would take our stuff to the big people, make sure it got heard. At least he told gotcha. us it did, you know. Sure. So, well, yeah, that's even if he didn't, at least he's, at least you're getting your music to somebody, even if it's one person. But yeah, Pete, Pete has the famous quote that I say all the time when he'd see a shitty band. He'd say, "Wouldn't book him at a benefit." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, that's a good line and you're full of good liners like that. But of course my favorite and everybody's favorite probably is, uh, like us on Facebook, love us, love us in, in the parking, parking lot. lot. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Um, Elk says, uh, band house offered to band. That's members. right here in Springfield. There was a band house that all the bands stayed at for a week, two weeks, whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was like our, a house that a, somebody owned, like what we now know is an Airbnb kind of thing. Is that a, kind a, of actual house on National Street, about four blocks down from the school? Uh, five bedrooms. Yeah, and all the bands, all the bands that would stay there would, would play at graffiti's would stay there for the week. Oh wow! And we we had two weeks, <clears throat> so it was it was we were there more than we were home throughout the year. <clears throat> wow, that's really cool. Um, I I personally have had made friends with other people and bands and stuff in the area over the years. And like 10 years ago, there was a, a band from Oklahoma called Plastic Image. Mm-hmm. Um, and and same thing. So when they would come and play shows in Springfield, whether they played uh, with Death May Die or with anybody else, they knew that they were always welcome to come over to my house. I had a big three-bedroom house, and so it was easier for them. It was way more spacious than the van that they were traveling in. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's cool that you guys actually had – that there was an actual dedicated place and for that. The thing is, after the shows, you know, people are like, are we party at the band house? Uh, no. How do you know where the band house is? We party with all the bands. Oh, <laughs> you're what we like to call popular. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, let's see here. Uh, Roger Keane says, when I was in Boonville, I first heard bootleg studio cassette of Johnny Q Public. That's Dan Fritz's band. Yeah, Dan I hope you Brad got your Bernard. money back on that, buddy. <laughs> oh, actually, you know, they were on the MTV. Oh, were they? I, I've never heard that. I've oh, never yeah, heard you can that. go on the the. the, the them from MTV. You can get it on the YouTube. Dan Fritz. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh, Winner is an enigma, a force, a great guy. Perfectly said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, bottle cap on a Brillo pad? Yes, that's the story I was referring to. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeff Is Jeff included in the great players of... I, I, of... I can tell the bottle in a Brillo cap. I oh, can oh, tell that one. Oh, please do. Please do. We'd gotten done at the... <laughs> this is so good. 
Oh, geez. I, I hate my daughter's watching. <laughs> anyway. She may not be now. I'm sure she's there. <laughs> we, we, we'd gotten unplugged. Well, you know, when we played there, we played Tuesday through Saturday. Then we were off Sunday, Monday. Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday afternoon. So we, we had nothing to do on the weekend. One of the guys, I think, had a girl there, and he was trying to get intimate with her. And it was like getting late at night, and Steve was trying to sleep. <laughs> and so not having any luck. So Steve rushes out there. Pulls his pants down, pulls his underwear down. He's all hanging out. And you're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? You want to fuck? Huh? You want to fuck? You want to fuck? You want to fuck? Let's do this. Because he was just so pissed off. And Dirk said it looked like a Brillo pad on a, a bottle on a Brillo pad. <laughs> bottle cap, cap on, on a Brillo, Brillo pad. pad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Sorry, Steve. Uh, Sorry, Kaylee. Yes, I'm sure, Kelly, that Jeff is included in the Absolutely. Uh, list of great players. Absolutely. He's a player. Um, He's gotten better since since Dirk and I came along. Oh, of, course, you, uh, yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. I mean, you want to get elevated. Yeah, the Dirk flipping on. We didn't realize that till after the fact. Dirk's flying the bird there, and that was not oh, intentional. Yeah, yeah. Dirk was not a screw you type of guy. Normally. No, he was probably that's probably legitimately how he just yeah comfortably just, yeah. had his hand in his on his pocket trying to look cool. I think maybe yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, Kelly Bowman says I almost joined New World Spirits before they moved to St. Louis. Danny was yeah. playing with them at the, at that time. So there you go. Uh, they should have had they should have band houses again. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, here's the difference. Uh, now they have what's called deposits, um, and you won't get it back if you have a band in the house nowadays. We, we weren't we weren't tear up the place type of guys. We really really weren't. Well, uh, of course not. If you wanted to have a place to be able to come the back next time, to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesse says nice quote. Yeah, yeah. Jesse is a, a longtime friend of mine uh, who played in uh, one of my dad's last bands, um, Southern Junction. Um, so it's and Jesse and I just recently uh, reconnected here on Facebook. So first and foremost, Jesse, it's good to see you and thanks for joining us here on the show. And I agree, love us, uh, like us on Facebook, love us in the parking lot is a nice, nice quote. Uh, Sherry says, "Listening to the car is just not the same as watching." Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but at least you're here in in ear and in spirit. Thank um, you, sir. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna jump into a another game. Uh, this is a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm going to take that thing and shove it <laughs> somewhere. Um, <laughs> we've had people, uh, Eric Gwynn and company, try to play uh, 2112 on that. And I was like, you know this is an audio show also, about right? YYZ. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Starting the game. <laughs> okay, I'll stop now. All right, you got to take it. Herding cats. too far. At the right just, amount of too far. You just don't want to stop. I need my sound effects, and it won't work. Ah, whatever. Anyway, uh, yes, cancel Absolutely. that. Close that. Do this, get that going, and bring this back. All right, now then let's play. Uh, let's play a second game. Third, third game. Thank you for that. Um, this That's, is uh, this is another callback to my chemistry teacher used to say the third game. The third game. <laughs> <laughs> That's sly little devil. Uh, let's see here. He was Iranian. This is a lot of fun. We should do this every week, Rick. Yeah, I got time. Can we just be the guests every we, week? Uh, <laughs> well, sure. You know, you know. Okay, here we go. Oh, no, oh, Scott Clip. Oh. We haven't got that yet. There's the king. There's the king. Oh, boy.
right. We're going to play a little something called Tic Tac No. Uh, notice the new graphics. all Ooh, bright and shiny. Sweet. Um, Brian Betancourt, by the way, comments and says, love this stuff. I'm assuming he's talking about all the all the great road stories and, and tales uh, of yesteryear, if you will. And I, too, very much love that kind of stuff. Did you just um, real quick? Did you see the story I told Reed the other day on the Facebook about the Motorhead show and everything? And I don't think so. Steve Mason and I rolling the car on the way home. Well, I'll talk to you about that later. Hang on. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Is it not podcast friendly? Oh no, it's it's podcast. Oh, friendly. go for it. I mean, hell, if you got a story, tell it. No, oh, well, man, I, I don't want to take away from Richard's time. My gosh, I ain't got no time. <laughs> okay. Got no time. time. So, What's time? So Reed, bless his heart, one of my dearest friends and one of the best freaking bass players you'll find in this Good area. Good dude. He posted a picture of Motorhead. You know, everybody needs Motorhead in their life, and I said, Yeah, well, let me tell you my Motorhead story. 2002, Steve, um, Steve Mason and I went to Columbia, Missouri to see him at the Blue Note, okay? Uh-huh. Freaking Lemmy. I mean, my God. And so we get up there early, and my other good friend, Bannister Tarleton, who was a local musician up there, his real name's Dennis Green, but he changed it to Bannister Tarleton. <laughs> okay. Because back in the 70s, he was a big deal. Now he plays nursing homes 24 a month, you know, and he ain't careful to lock his ass up in there. <laughs> He's got the circuit nailed down. He really does. 23 a month. And, wow. Well, so think 23, 23 a month, uh, 150 a day. Wow, not, not a bad little show, you know? yeah. And he gets so he's the, a, he's one of those that went on to be a millionaire too. Exactly, <laughs> all the free strained peas you want, you know. <laughs> We're waiting for it to open, and there's a goth club down the street. Oh, cool goth club! So we go down there, and uh, we're having a good time. Steve and I are overserved as usual, and I go to the bathroom, and you know, <laughs> and it's all genders. So, so I, I I take a whiz in the sink, you know, because I gotta go. <laughs> And so then somebody tells the management, and they throw us out. Of know. course. So we go up there, and we watch the Motorhead show, and it's fantastic, of course. So we're getting ready to leave, and I uh, call my friend Leo up there. Mitch, hey, I'm sorry, Scooter. You guys are too out of control. You can't come stay with me. And so uh, so we're like, okay, well, Steve's like, I think I can drive. So we're oh, driving Jesus. on back. Mm-hmm. The word think. Oh, is, oh I, now I'm with you. I when think the word I know. think is thrown in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. So So Steve's driving. We make it to Buffalo, and we're doing fine. And uh, he goes, you want to drive? I said, yeah, I think I can. Well, <laughs> made it about 50 yards down the road, I guess. I don't know what happened, but we're upside down in a ditch. Jesus. Okay. And I look at Steve, and Steve looks at me. And about this time, gravity happens. The car comes down. Oh, man. You know? So we crawl out of the car, and we're like, man, we're in the middle of nowhere. Oh, what are we going to do? About this time, a guy pulls up. You guys need some help? Yeah, probably so. And so we're chatting. Another guy pulls up beside him. They get into an argument about what we don't know, and they both drive off. Steve okay. and I are like, that just happened? Yeah. <laughs> and so so eventually the police show up. Okay. Great. And 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 they then, you know, they're changing shifts at the time, fortunately. Like, well, you know, I, I don't have my DWI kit. I don't have my blow kit. I left it back at the office. Oh, okay. So, uh, anyhow, I, I, I and, and, and then they're like, uh, what do you guys know about these pills here? What? And he had an old waterlogged pill bottle full of some kind of pills and everything, you know, rainwater. And I guess our car ended up on top of him. He thought, you know, we had drugs with it or something. No, we don't have any oh, drugs, wow. you know. And so we called Aaron Roten, phenomenal guitar player in town. Oh, to yeah, pick us absolutely. Up. Super strength theory. Yeah, I walked away with the driving on the wrong side of the road ticket. Oh, God. <clears throat> and had full insurance. <laughs> we got a new vehicle. But, nah. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. We live and we learn, don't we? Yes, we do. We live, we learn, we Uber. Let's play a game. I'm sorry, Richard. I'm taking up all your time, buddy. That's all right. I'm easy, man. Uh, that is what she said. Sunday evening. Easy like Sunday evening. You work tomorrow? Easy like Sunday evening. You work tomorrow? No, I, yeah, I do, but not till later. Okay, I don't okay good. All right, so we're going to play some tic-tac-toe. Fellas, in case you don't know how to play tic-tac-toe, you're screwed. Uh, we're actually going to be playing tic-tac-toe, but in place of just being able to put an X or an O where you want, uh, there's going to be a uh, lyric that you need to finish. 
Um, so I will give you a lyric and any spot during one of these songs. It, it may be the first line. It could be somewhere in the middle. Uh, maybe the last line. Who knows? But then you had well, second to last line because you have to guess the uh, the next line. But in this special King Diamond episode, oh just boy. a few albums, We're, nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing yeah, right? No, big no, deal. Yeah, yeah. Is there merciful fate in there too? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, the difference in this special King Diamond episode is when the lyrics come up, you have to sing in the style of oh King boy. Diamond and oh finish boy. the rest of the lyrics yeah. that way. I've so this, I've been fighting this COVID. Man, I don't... Oh come on now. <laughs> um, all right, so I will go ahead and reveal the board, and it looks like uh, Richard will be since uh, Scott started uh, the last, or two games ago. Uh, Richard, it'll be your turn to start this one, and uh, let's right. see. All right, all right, all right. Come on, uh, right there, right here. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for those of you at home, that is actually King Diamond. That was audio taken from an interview with, um, now I just forgot his name, uh, 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 not Dunn, um, the kid that did the uh, Metal Evolution series. Um, anyway. Did he sing back up on Hall of Notes or something? <laughs> no. Okay, the guy that did the Met Metal Evolution series, he's on Banger Films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his, his associate in that is, is uh, Martin Popoff that did that book over there. Okay, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's good to know. I know. Um, is this shit. God, I'm wanting to say it's like Pete oh, Dunn or Kevin Dunn or I can't remember what his name. Anyway, Sam, Sam Dunn, Sam Dunn. That's it. So Sam was doing an interview, and at the end of the interview uh, of King Diamond, um, he was like, "Okay, well now I have to ask the obligatory. Can you give us a little sample?" And that's whenever uh, King went ahead and <laughs> did a little number like that. So it was great. So I was glad to be able to incorporate that into this game. So uh, Richard, we're going to start with you on some Tic Tac No. Uh, oh, hang on. Before we do, I've, I've, I keep trying to remember to <coughs> keep the comments up. Mm. Um, Elk says, Scott Henry, great stories. Thanks Absolutely. Okay. I told you guys, man, we were in for a treat on this episode, and uh, Scott Henry did not disappoint. <laughs> uh, Tom says, uh, best wardrobe ever. Well, Richard, I agree. Uh, has a great shirt on. So, oh, me yeah. or him or him? <laughs> I think Who are you talking us. about? You're talking about him? Are you talking about? Oh, wrong way. We've all got cool <laughs> shirts. Him. On. This is like the Brady Bunch, but uh, backwards. All right. So, Richard, um, I'm going to give you a song. You could choose any song. Keep in mind, we're playing tic-tac-toe. Tic so there's gotcha. there's the old tic-tac-toe so strategy. So I'm strategizing as yeah. I, as I, I'll go with T. Oh, you think it's time for T, huh? It is. All right. So I will let you read the first line out loud and then um, try to guess the next <coughs> line uh, in, in King Diamond's voice. I hope it's the one I know. All right, so let's see what we've got here. Stop it. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> I mean, okay, it was cool, but okay, hang on. Let me see what's going on. Good to see you Friday night, Tom. Oh, I see. Um, Got to do this. There we go. Okay, we're back on track. There we go. So, T. All right, and your lyric is? Go ahead and say it. Blood was running into the teapot. And sing it. And then I heard them laugh. A bit of this and a cup of tea is what it takes to set them free. 
I don't know why my thing has Tourette's all of a sudden, but you know. So I get that one right. Um, I get so, that one right. Yeah, okay, well, hang on. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> Scott's like, uh, I get a point, right? I want a point. I Everybody need, gets I a need, point, right? I'm going to. Um, okay, so let me <coughs> throw this over here. Um, I don't know why that is. You know, I watched Eric and Gene play tic-tac-toe on this, and their strategy was just crap. It was you, awful. You, you want to go for the three square, the three corners or well, in I'll, the center. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and tell him how to, how to beat you. Well, it doesn't matter. He's got this one, too. He's, he's... So, yeah, if you don't know the strategy on tic-tac-toe by 45 years of life, I don't, I don't know what to <laughs> right, tell you. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's very true. Uh, I want to bring this to the front. Bring this to the front. Uh, front. Now, let's see if this will work. Oh, come on. There we go. Okay. <coughs> and here is... Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that's right. I had that. Okay. So there's what our uh, our board is looking like so far. So, uh, Scott, what's your first move going to be? You know, logic would dictate the center. Mm -hmm. I don't know that one. Logic would dictate one of the other corners. I got to go with Halloween. Mm, it's like, I mean, I'm not going like, to win, but maybe I'll get it it's right. It's like this board was planned out perfectly right. for a hard game. Okay. Halloween. Halloween. Okay, so you can either say or sing the first line, but you have to sing the second line. The moon is full. And I don't know what comes <laughs> next. I'm almost... <laughs> I almost want to give you points just because, just on principle. Yeah. Uh, incorrect. You, yeah. you, what do we yes, do? Yes, you, you can. So, you can? so um, now it will be stolen if you get this right. Um, so, Richard, try again. The moon is full. Oh, another perfect day has begun. You know, this is this is the one King Diamond song that I can I have down now for the if if you guys if you're serious about dude we would I, love I, I, to do so, oh, okay so hold on, hold, um, on. hold, hold that thought um that. okay so I've got uh, let's see here let me let me I learned that and it took about four no about four to five is it hours. pretty hard well and you're just getting all the subtle nuances all the part, there. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There, wanna, there's a lot of those wanna, subtle nuance type things King in is King Diamond's catalog. Kind of like, when you is. guys did it, the bass player, the Stone, Jeff yeah. Stone, yes, and he nailed it. He's Freaking a monster. He's, he's a monster, man. I've known that dude a long time. Yeah. Um, he's got no hair. He's got a bald head. He's got him got a bald head. You don't know what he's doing. I did. I did. Some of it called a sling bass. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon she didn't mind what that fella was doing. <laughs> You mean funny queer, not funny, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We were just doing. We were just. We were, say, just <laughs> <laughs> we were just doing sling blade quotes yesterday while we were doing yard work. Oh, that's amazing. We was working on a chainsaw, and we were like, "Need the gas in it? it got any gas in it?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, it looks like Richard's taking the board over. Um, sadly, that may not be able to get him to that win, but we we will see. Right. Um, so uh, Richard, we're time. We're ready for your second uh, attempt. 
remove? I will. I do not know Neverending Hill well, so I'm going to go with the Eye of the Witch. Oh, no pressure. No pressure. So this is the namesake of our old band, uh, and we'll see how you do. It's not a given. Here we go. Another. Read it first. Another glass of wine. I, I can't think of it. I don't. I can't find it in my memory banks. Okay, hold that thought, Scott. Do you know it? Uh, I do not. Okay, so here's what I will do. I will sing what you see and see if you can follow it up, and we'll go back to Richard. <clears throat> Another glass of wine on a stormy night. No. Oh, you're 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 on the right track. Yeah. Another glass of wine on this stormy night. That's it, right? On this stormy night. Okay, so we'll go with on the stormy night. Um, if you get this wrong, Scott gets a spot. If you get it right, you get uh, the spot for uh, whatever the uh, eye of the witch. Gotcha. So, <clears throat> another glass rain. of wine. To heat the blood of mine. Oh, I was mixing them up. And as I look inside, you need to go to the Jared cam when you do that. The there you go. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. Back in time. He went. He went Gonzo on it. <laughs> I did. Once every now and again, hey, change it up. You know, every now and again, King does sound like Gonzo. For a little bit. bit. Don't ruin it for me, though. <laughs> Wind him up and watch him go. <laughs> oh my God! Yes. Okay. Uh, so let me let me update this board. Um, actually, I could do. Let's see here. We'll do double. No, we won't. We'll do this. Okay. Um, so that one goes to Scott. Scott's finally on the board. Who would have thunk? Finally. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you to fail this for me to win. Okay. <laughs> right. Just me to keep giving you wrong answers. That's that's what it's gonna take. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> Never gets old. Okay. Oh, so, he changed it up a little bit. That's different. No, it's the same. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's different. Nope. Isn't it's, it? It's no. literally the same clip. Really? Um, no, so. the board. Did the board change? No, the board's the same. Huh. I'm going <laughs> I'm going insane. <laughs> Lucy, Lucy. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see here. So Scott, it is uh, Scott's, Scott's turn. Logic would dictate Bell Witch and Never Ending Hill, but 7th day of July, 1777 is going to be the only thing I'm going to have a chance okay, with. Okay, so. Let's give that I just want to maybe get something right. I want that for you too, bud. Okay. Okay, so let's try this. Uh, the seventh day of July, 1777. It is hard for me not to sing a lot of this um, and give stuff away. Abigail, so, right? It's not the Abigail. Right? Uh, correct. No. He wanted to mummify the girl for the future to find. And I don't know what this world follows us either, Jared. Why don't you sing for us? I have no let's idea. see if oh, Richard, Richard knows it. Richard knows it. Say it and then sing it if you can. He wanted or, to or sing it and sing it. The girl for the future to find. I don't. Uh -uh. I don't know the lyrics to that song okay. very well. So now we're going to go back to Scott. I will sing uh, what is currently on the screen and see if you can follow it up with the correct lyrics. Um, he wanted to mummify the girl for the future to find. No, 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 no. Finish it up in Jared Cam. <laughs> I know it's high. And he did! 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 
That was easy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it does that. I like yeah. that. Yes, that it does. It, it gives me Tourette's <laughs> or Parkinson's, whichever you want to call it. Okay, so well, at least um, it didn't give me the win. See, Scott's strategy is not to put an X anywhere I can win because, you know, Scott's strategy is do you know anything? <laughs> Show me how little I know these songs. <sighs> okay, so it looks like um, Scott missed out on that one, and that one will well. go to Richard. And it's a. Oops. Uh, and there we go. Didn't do anything good. Circle gets a square. Rex gets a square. Well, you know, I guess I'll go with the bell witch. I think I can do all right on all that. All right. Uh, bell witch it is. Uh, I feel like you might get this one. I've, I've created some that are harder and some of that are easier. To, yeah, you're trying to find some of the buried stuff in those songs. In, so. in some spots, yes. Okay. Yep. Um, so let's try this. The bell witch. Little Betsy, the age of it's that middle section, man. Little Betsy, the age of it's mm. close enough for me, man. Uh, Did you say that's close enough for you? Enough that's for literally me, what's on the screen. <laughs> He's just repeating. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Uh. Never again. I can sing the whole damn song. I just can't find this one. Okay, so let's let's break down what it actually says. Little Betsy at the age of at there's no at on there's no at there. Sorry, Little <clears throat> Betsy the age of Little Betsy at the age of you put at there. There's no at. There's no... <laughs> no, okay. You said it. I know, but you just said it just I know, now. But there is no at. <laughs> it's subliminal messages. Okay. So the the answer that we're looking for here is actually just a number. Well, yeah, I know. I just don't remember. Okay. Six. All right. Uh, Scott? Uh, I'll, I'll go eight. Okay. Uh, incorrect. The answer oh. is 12. Little Betsy was at the age of 12. Or she wasn't George at the age of 12. She was 12. Could, could we have a demonstration? Until uh, the circle was held wow! in <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> See, I know the whole damn song, so I'm down. Okay. So, um, so nobody... Scott gets that yes. one? No? Oh, um, did Scott get that one? Yes, yeah, Scott gets wrong? that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, let's adjust this board. John Davidson had a show in Branson once, and I auditioned for him. Oh, yeah? Didn't get From it. From That's Incredible? Yeah, Circle Gets a Square. I didn't get it. There, that, That's back when Branson hired just fantastic musicians, and it actually paid good, and there are people there just throwing out their ass. Anyway. Well, this is interesting. I think the answer is obvious, Scott. Uh, I guess I'll go with the... No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Never-ending hill, huh? It's got to be. All right, let's give it a shot, man. Circle we Gets suck a Square. At this game. Oh, We've only gotten shit. one of them. You've only gotten one of them. Mm-hmm. Never ending hill. Black cat magic is down by the lake. I will And I have just baked in a cake. <laughs> That's all I got. Absolutely incorrect. Oh. <laughs> but I love I love the gusto that you yeah. had. Yes. Um Okay. Uh Richard, you want to give it a shot? If if I do, do I lose? Because I don't know it. Well. We'll see. Oh, I think this lyric is fake. <laughs> I think that's it. Okay, so I will I will give you this that um, both of you did great attempts, but uh, I will say that this is as a if you, if you're an outsider listening, I uh, hope your knees okay as you busted on the table. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is like one of the least King Diamondy lyrics of King Diamond's catalog, in my opinion. 
and it goes a little something like this. Black cat magic is down by the lake, chasing butterflies that can't get away. Chasing butterflies. That... Yeah, okay. God damn it. <laughs> we played that night. We were rehearsing that yeah. in Eye of the Witch. Yeah. But... All right. So, yes, indeed. Um, that is going to mean that... Uh... Where's my board? Neither one of us I'm... got it. No. Um, but... I don't want to win on that. I one. think Jared wins. Well, nobody yeah. wins yet yeah, because wins. that was Scott's and he got it wrong. Mm -hmm. And so that means nobody gets Richard X. gets the X there. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's see what the strategy looks like. Right. Can I win the game? Oh. With an actual lyric? Ooh, this is going to be a tricky ah! one. We'll see. Ah! There's what our board looks like now. Don't We've got lake, the lake, the dreams, and Charon. I can win on any spot. Which of these do yes, I know you can. the best? Which do I know the best? That's the question. Depends on the part of the song. This is like come out perfectly. Like gonna, it was. I'm gonna go dreams though. I'm gonna go. Okay. I think I. I think I can pull that one off better than the other two. Maybe. All right. So let's give it a shot then. Dreams looks a little something like this. Dreams in the night, falling like rain. Dreams in the night. God, man, where are you getting this shit? No kidding. <laughs> what? You guys didn't read the little lyrics that came in your eight tracks? <laughs> That's they didn't release this one on eight track. That was way. Where's Welcome Home? Where's the songs right. everybody Dream knows? The night. You know? oh. Nuns are no fun. In the night. Christmas. Killing the pain. Wrong. Yeah, I know. But uh, it's it's fairly when when King says rain, or it's either gonna be pain or insane. Okay. Right. But right. anyway, I don't know it. Okay, so Scott, I'll give you a chance to steal. Dreams in the night, falling like rain. Dreams in the light. I'm going insane! That's exactly correct. They drive Son me insane. A... Yep. Oh, they drive me insane. Oh, <laughs> gentle Jesus. I can hear it now. <laughs> Dreams in the night, falling like rain. Dreams in the night, they drive me insane. See, that was the chorus, and I wasn't singing it like the chorus. I, I told you, I yeah. threw some choruses in there. I didn't. Yeah. I tried to not keep it quite so tricky. So, I thought she was going to throw in the uh, some waterfalls the in the middle section. Oh, yeah. Go chasing waterfalls. I'm out. <laughs> that's, that's merciful fate there. That's right. the yeah. <laughs> People are watching on what is this shit they're doing? Right? No, I think people are excited, and people are totally on board. Um <laughs> Scott, Scott and I had a conversation. He's like, I I'm glad to be on the King Diamond episode, but do you think this might be too deep for the people? I'm like, oh, no, the people are with us. <laughs> Some of them. Yeah, right. Um, oh, let's see here. Scott's not, got no path to victory. Uh, no, uh, no but you do. Mm -hmm. Okay, so which here there is still strategy. If, if you have an block. idea which one you think you might be better at, you might steal that, so it throws them <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, but we, yeah. we suck in all of it. <laughs> yeah, both of your guys' track records isn't so hot. Uh-uh. I got one. Yeah, I I I got lucky. Sure, All right, I'll do Sharon. All right. Uh, to to block to, yeah, to block. Caron. Caron. Um. See? Here's your lyric. We must leave now. It's starting to rain. <laughs> <laughs> Bring along the umbrella, or we'll go insane. I don't know. Nope, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. 
Richard. Well, let's okay, see. so I can I know I, I hear this part. Yep. We must leave now. Yes. Before the break of what was that? Before the break of dawn. That's not right, but it, I, I can hear the part. Okay, do you know what the song is about? Yeah. Okay, what's it about? It's about the the boatman, the river sticks. Okay, so I'll, I'll say leave. our boat is waiting <laughs> on the other side. I can't get credit for that though. I messed it up. Uh, I'll give it to you. All I'll, right, I'll all give right. it to you. Um, oh, wait. I'm showing the people the, the man behind the curtain. I can't be doing that. Um, so, <laughs> um, we're off to see the wizard. Now then, uh, it looks like so he gets that. So that's the Oops. win. That is the win. Um, you got to do the last you... lyric though. Yes, yeah, he's got to do the last lyric. Oh no! Go back. The, the lake. Oh no. I'm not super familiar with the song "The Lake." We this, played it. In, this is another one that we worked on. We yeah. we played it. Yes, we did. Play no, it. we didn't. We never played it live. Did we, we not? Uh. Uh-uh. Are you sure? Maybe. Down I think in this was the last one that we added Fayetteville? that we actually played. Yes, in yeah. Fayetteville. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, as King, I'm, I'm a guitar us. player, so I don't really listen to the lyrics a lot. Oh, I did that backwards. If you'd have done them. I did it backwards, but whatever. Um, it doesn't matter. So we're on to the lake. Um. Let's see here. The lake hey, is yeah, right here. And uh, I will do this. Whoever can answer this first. Or at all. It's all you, Richard. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, sing, you, I'll sing you into this. Right. Watching from the bridge. The one there by the lake. So, the something, something, something. <laughs> <laughs> Does this have the uh, 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 uh only a lot higher in it after that? Uh, maybe. maybe I don't yeah. know. Um, I can hear, I can hum the melody, but I don't know what he's saying. Why, sister Margaret? Oh no, that's the wrong one. No huh? need to hate. Down by the lake, there's a shadow of happiness. Dancing hand in hand with the Damn. devil. Damn. We just ran off half the viewers, I think. Yeah, the right. Theater people. Oh, you I'm telling you. Yes, indeed. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, <clears throat> yep, got that one. And that is how we play Tic Tac No. Good job to Richard, no. who ended up winning on that one. Fantastic. Uh, good with job abs- to both participants. One correct answer out of nine. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> who knew you could win Tic Tac Toe with, with one, one correct win, answer? Yeah. One answer. <laughs> All right, Tic Tac No. That's that. Ouch. Get the fuck out of here already. <laughs> oh, there's a fan behind me. That's why I wouldn't <laughs> fall. Um, okay, so. Tell you what, this has been fun. I need to refill my coffee. I want to take a quick little one-minute break, and we will be back. And uh, I want to read some of these comments when we get back. Hey, musicians. Do your shows need that extra layer of fun and excitement? Wow your fans with next-level production, and let Sunset Productions help you up your game. We can create custom and unique sound, lighting, and video packages designed just for you and your budget. Let's work together and give our community the shows they deserve. For more information, contact Jared Isaacs at sunsetproductionsspringfield at gmail.com. 
You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Sunset Productions. Sunset Productions. Don't be a jukebox. Be an experience. Yeah, go for it. Um, okay, so while the boys well, uh, go for the Colombian, right there. Or, or oh, if you want something strong, go to the next drawer down. Black Pod. Oh yeah. So, uh, uh, yep, the silver handle. I'm teaching uh, uh, Scott Henry how to use a Keurig. That goes in the trash or or right up there. Either one doesn't matter. Coffee? No, not the one that you just grabbed. Oh, okay, yeah. Nope. Yep. Well, it's not wet yet. Yep. Close her up. Now uh, hit the big button on the top. The big, the top blue one. Yep. There you go. And it'll come out there in just a second. All right. Now that we've got uh, coffee brewing for uh, Mr. Scott Henry, I want to get to some of these comments here. Um, and I do so by hitting that button. Um, so let's see here. Um, <laughs> people approve of the scream cam. Uh, yes, the roast cam, if you will. Um, you're good, Richard. So, um, all right, let's get. Uh, Kaylee says, "You get what you pay for." There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, loving the show tonight. Uh, we're bottling up uh, some wine just for you, Jared. Oh, awesome! Thank you very much. Uh, which flavor are you guys working on tonight, or do you have? Do you guys do multiple flavors at one time, or um, do you focus on one uh, per? Per brewing or per mashing or per whatever the the proper term is, I'm not a I'm not a wine aficionado as far as the making process, but I sure love to drink some. So I'm excited to give it a try. Um, and and again again, if you missed it, thank you so much for the coffee. Um, I'm trying some right now, as a matter of fact. I, and like I said earlier, it is earthy, um, but I can tell that I I probably will end up liking it. It's just a, a way different flavor profile than what I'm used to. Uh, so and I think it's great. Uh, a lot of um a lot of um uh horns up and and all that kind of stuff everybody's digging on that uh tic tac no game uh people loving the screen cam al says side note thanks for exposing me to a new band um uh, i got king diamond rolling on spotify under the show awesome that's a great soundtrack to listen to underneath of us um wow that's a difficult one yes um aaron says king diamond slays you know what else slays oh hang on let me unmute you guys you know what else slays let's just say it say it say it Aaron Anderson. Slayer. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Aaron, you, th- you you did it, dude. You killed it. Killed it. No other drummer would I want for that project. Uh-uh. It was, like, it was yeah. he was on it. Yes. Man, it was great. Um, I love Give Me Your Soul. Yeah, and Aaron, um, I, oh. more on that here in a, in a bit. Well, we're going to talk he, he's about always, oh. He's always been a fan of that album, and I, I'm dying to know why. Um, not that there's anything wrong with it. I actually enjoy it. Um, I, on that, though, do you guys know what the um, – Best and worst selling albums for King Diamond have been. I could probably, well, you know, I would gander them being I the could best. Gander. Uh, <clears throat> them or Abigail. I'll them go or Abigail is going to be the best seller. I'll, I'll go bet. with them. What do you think is the worst? I'm gonna. I want to say probably Voodoo. Man, that was it. Kind of went in, under the radar, and I feel like it's either Voodoo or Graveyard, and those are, you know, I was thinking Graveyard, but um, might be Give Me Your Soul. I don't know though. Graveyard in this modern age. If I had to get, oh. if I had to actually take a guess, I'd say no. You know what? I'm gonna go with the worst selling album is Abigail Two. That's what would be my guess. Okay, uh, and that's your final answer on the. You know worst. what? Though with all the with all the yeah, 
Right. Okay. Okay. Pretty and then, much. and then for you, Scott, what do you think the worst I'll, is? I'll say House of God. I'll go with that. Okay. So I will tell you. Uh, and what do you think the best is, Richard? Um, I'm gonna go with Abigail. Okay. I'll go with them since he said Abigail. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, I I will go in order from least to best, and I don't have all of them. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I've got seven. Okay. Um. Uh, the worst, and and these, uh, I can't remember. I I should have written down. I think this is worldwide, but it may just be United States. So forgive me if it's if it's wrong. Good good call. Can I have uh, my coffee? I, I feel neglected. Whoa, that is strong. Hey, not every day does King Diamond pour you a cup of coffee. No. Cup of tea. It's it's coffee. It's got a drop of blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the worst album. Uh, was Lee Selling. Lee yeah, Selling. Yes, correct. Uh, was Give Me Your Soul, Please, at okay. 4.5 thousand. Um, That's it? Yes. One and a half thousand copies? Supposedly, according to the old internet, Wikipedia, whatever. Holy crap. You're talking um, 45,000, right? Four, not not 4,500. Oh, 45K. Oh, maybe, I, maybe, maybe I did, but I, there's a dot there, but maybe I misput that. Oh, anyway, next, next would be at 13K, Abigail to The Revenge. Okay, yeah. big jump. Um, and then we've got uh, the Spider's Lullaby at 29k, uh, Voodoo at 33k, um, Abigail at 47, them wow. at 52. Interesting. And are you ready for this? Fatal Portrait at 55. The Eye. Wow. I'm like That's really strange. Yes. We're, we're, we're great. Now, now again, album. don't. I'm not going to tell you my sources because it might have been Wikipedia and it might be oh. completely wrong. But that's that's what I've got in my show notes. Is that anyway. U.S. sales or is that worldwide? I can't remember, but I'll look and see before the end of the show. Because that makes a big difference. Yeah, it does. And I, I really feel that might be just U.S. If you put in Japan, that changes it dramatically. If you put in Sweden too, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Homes. Yeah. Denmark or Denmark. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Where was Fatal Portrait at on that? I didn't. I don't have numbers. He didn't even have a number. Yeah, I don't for have home. numbers for that. Okay. Um, probably pretty high up though. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, I feel like Puppet Master would probably be pretty high too. Killer. So, yes. Killer. Um. <clears throat> Back uh, let's to see the here. comments. <laughs> Back to the comments. Ah! Uh, Jared has great coffee creamer too. Oh, I'm glad uh, you enjoyed the old French cream. I've got some half and half over there too. Uh, oh, oh, oh! I know what you're talking about. I, I know what you he's were. Talking. Uh, thought you were Italian. He's talking about the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I do have some good creamer. Um, it's not top shelf creamer, but it, it's it's a uh, second shelf. Um, okay, so let's see here. What do we want to do next? We want to, uh, don't need that. Don't need that. <laughs> I need some, uh, I need a secretary. That's what I need is a secretary. Uh, here we go. Here's the one I'm looking Ain't for. Me. Um, so here's where we are. We are going to let Scott take a first, uh, stab at our next game. Oh boy. Um, if anybody wants to become more familiar with King Diamond, a good tutorial would be on YouTube, the Rageaholic King Diamond. It's less than an hour long, and it will bring you up to metal date. mythos is the metal, name, metal, of, yeah, 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 or the rageaholic yeah. will get you there as yes, well. Yes, absolutely, uh, <clears throat> entertaining. Both very good companion pieces for for what we're doing here. Um, and as, uh, so, something else that we do as part of a kind of a regular game here on the show is uh, this next game, and it's never been more fitting than right here on this heavy metal episode of the Audio Rose Podcast. Oh boy, <laughs> King Diamond based. How are we gonna? Yeah, everything in this this is going show to be is difficult. King Diamond based. Okay, so this will be difficult. You think so? Yeah, I was. I thought this is going to be a nightmare, and we'll never. But I was totally you surprised. Hear, hear I was totally saying. surprised. Okay, we'll see. So, Scott, I'm going to let you choose. Uh, not choose. You king don't only choose. or fate and king? I can't say. Okay. okay. Um, 
but means uh, fate. Yes, as well. it'll, it'll be a band with King Diamond in it. Okay. Evil. Um, so Black Rose. For our first, our first song, I'm going to give uh, Scott the first attempt at this. Um, and Scott, so we've got about 30 seconds or so that's going to play in reverse at sure. any time. If you want to holler out the name of it, um, if you get it, let me know. Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. off one of the later albums um no no i i got nothing it's kind of cheating for me that's fine very familiar with that one what oh why is it cheating for you because because i've played it live oh, okay yeah there you go <laughs> <clears throat> the board is rigged uh okay so scott's got no guests got richard why don't you hit us up and tell us what it is up from the grave off of the graveyard the answer okay. is up from the grave yeah that's and the it is off the graveyard that's the opening track correct no, or is it closing no track? it's in there somewhere no it, okay. yeah it's it's kind of like second third fourth somewhere in there decent not a not a great album but and that was right in the middle there's some damn the, gems in there though. oh man graveyard yeah. has some really good ones that, uh that picking graves the, is another great song that was about the time I wanted. he was doing that merciful fate about that same time right there right that's yeah they so were both going sorry, back so funny mm -hmm. fun, yeah, i'm yeah. glad you mentioned that because i have also the timeline written down of of all that and yes so it, uh graveyard comes out in 1996 and also in 1996 uh merciful fate releases into the unknown i have, so. a, I have a shitty I have a shitty bootleg at home on video of the, the night, I guess, or when the Merciful Fate and King Diamond played, I guess, a couple shows together. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yep. That would have been shitty really quality. cool to see. I really, really cool. Got it on the VHS. All right, so uh, up next we've got Richard. Are you ready, sir? Sure. I already know which album it's off of. You know it, no? Come on, man. I know it. So don't ch steal it from me, because I do know it. Oh, no, I mean, I know you know it, but I'm, I'm trying to get it in my head. Because I know that. Oh, okay. I made the video on that song. So this is Richard's, but yeah, Scott, yeah. do you happen to know it? Did you uh, figure it out? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you <laughs> dun, 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 dun. might Family Ghost? Yeah, it's oh, but, there it's you go. His. Sorry. <laughs> but it's his. Sorry, but it's his because yeah. Uh, the answer is indeed. I, get, I can hear ghost. the solo in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. So <laughs> isn't that funny yeah. that even though that was backwards, especially that one part, there's a part in there that's like the notes are so cleanly played, you can you can still understand what song it is. And when it comes to bands that I'm vaguely familiar with, I'm like the Rain Man when it comes to production and guitar sounds. Yes, like I like like. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like I can, I can pick out Eddie uh, Van Halen's snare drum sound yeah. anywhere, or or Angus's guitar sound, and for you, probably the same with Andy. Yeah, you can ask, you can ask my wife if she's gonna be scrolling through the radio, and I'll hear literally like two seconds, even less, of a song. I'm like, oh, that was uh, Blue Oyster Cult, or right, you know, yeah. whatever. You know, <laughs> you, you get it. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm probably a lot of people can do that, but I think it's funny that you don't need much. When Josh you're... says that guitar did not sound nah. reversed, I agree, but it was. It absolutely was. Um, yeah, so it's the same backwards and forwards, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, that's the magic. That's the first time, by the way, I've played a clip on uh, uh, songs in reverse that had no lyrics. 
and oh, yeah. and you're able to get it. Yeah. So good can, on you. I can see the video. I can see him standing in the center playing uh -huh. the solo. Yeah. So in when cool you clothes. when you see the video, do you see the video or do you see Beavis and Butthead roasting him? Oh yeah, <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> Look at this asshole. Like huh, I feel like everybody was gonna wear face paint and then he's the only asshole who showed up to the shoot no, wearing sorry. face paint <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i thought it was uh hey beavis do you think they all said hey let's wear makeup tomorrow night he's yeah. the only one that fell for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep indeed um okay scott's um, turn scott let's see what you got sure No. No? It's, it sounds like he's saying um, um, Satan, Satan, Satan backwards or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. We need it's, Satan. We need, it's Satan backwards and We forwards. need D. Snyder to get in here and sort this shit out for us. <laughs> we play it backwards and says, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gentle Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> um, okay, so Scott doesn't know. Well, Richard, uh, Richard do you happen to know? I don't because I think it's it might be on Give Me Your Soul, Please, because I'm not real familiar with that one, but because I, I couldn't. And I'm not even placing the production on it. Like, I can't even do what I was just talking about I'm good at. So I feel like it's on that album. Am I right? No? I think so. I'm having a brain fart all of a sudden. And I'm not real familiar with that album, to be honest. Um, I only listened to it in passing a couple of times. But... I thought you might have thrown... Because I, I had to reset like right in the middle of it. Because I was like, is this Fate? And I was like, no, nah, it didn't sound like any Fate album I'm familiar with. But... I don't know. Okay, so um, let's see here. Well, what's the answer? And I'll tell you what album it's on. Oops. Uh, I want. Come on. Oh, no. I'm sorry. My brain's somewhere else. No, this is not off. Oh, of, it's off not of off that. Of no, that one. No, it is not. Hmm. Um, I'm trying. So to me, this song sounds a lot like Dreams. Um, I, at the very end, I was like, "Is this Dreams?" I was like, "No, I would have recognized that right. even more." So but... I threw you guys a curveball. Um. Possession. No, uh, good guess, Al, but no. This is actually uh, the hit from his quote-unquote new... Yeah, so this is no, Masquerade of Madness. Yeah, okay. Oh, Masquerade of Madness! That was yeah. a curveball. In whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And it sounds a lot like... Dreams in the night Falling like rain Give me some pain, drive me insane Switching lanes. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. All right, so. No point. Uh, no point. No point. No point. Uh, Richard, you are My up. My turn. Is this um, Follow the Wolf? 
Oh, this is not follow the wolf. Hmm. Wow. I so I figured that up from the grave and this one would be like the oh, these are easy. Yeah, I couldn't get nope? it. I couldn't okay. place it. Uh Scott. Scott's got nothing. Okay, let me let me replay this Play and replay. like just the first five seconds. Listen to the drums. Okay. Yeah, we got that. Oh, voodoo. There you go. Yep. Voodoo. Voodoo drums. There you go. Uh, yeah, I thought the the drum uh, some trigger creepy. MIDI and thing. I didn't yeah. even notice that it was so because they're buried in there. Yeah, and when I, you hear it in reverse, it is. When I was yeah. getting that you rhythm, the, though, bleh, bleh, right. the vocals over it more. Yeah. I should have caught onto that rhythm though, the voodoo, voodoo, right? Because that's very distinct. Yes. But uh, Josh Poole, you're on the right track, my friend. King Diamond mm -hmm. Backwards actually talks about going to the church and being an upright community member. Absolutely, <laughs> couldn't have said it better myself. Um, and uh, we've got one more left on the uh, songs in reverse. And Scott, this is all you. Sounds good. Oh. You knew it. You knew it very quickly. <laughs> so, I'll let Scott think on this. It's not welcome. Home. Is is it T? Maybe. Okay. So, um, that's incorrect. You're on the right album, and I will say this: we never played this in Eye of the Witch. I would love to play I it, and I, for whatever reason, and maybe it's because of how much you put it over and talked about it. I will never be able to hear the song and not immediately think of you. Like this is, I know one of your standout favorite songs on the album. Yeah. Um, and so the answer of course is mothers get Yeah. Looking songs in yeah. You know, another one on that album, a broken spell, uh, mm -hmm. man, that song is like, and Mickey D's drum work on that is like, holy shit. Yeah. And on the Rachel Holic, he said he quit yeah. King Diamond because it, he wanted he didn't to play like more doing it. straight ahead rock yeah. and roll instead of the progressive stuff. What the hell? Right, yeah, that is. Did very... it go back to Motorhead? Uh, he he's when Motorhead split up, he's into Scorpions now. Really? Yeah. Okay, what did he yeah. do right after King Diamond though? Did he go back to Motorhead yeah. for a while? I think he left King Diamond and was in Motorhead till the end. Yeah, gotcha. he was with him the night I rolled my car. Mm. Okay. Yeah, fantastic drummer, but he just doesn't like doing it. Yeah, and that that was so <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that uh, did, that move did not make sense to me at all. Like, I still don't understand. I, and, um, you know, unpopular opinion alert, but I'm not a big fan of Motorhead. I don't get it. I really don't. Me and my friend were talking about this the other day. There's nothing about Motorhead that gives, like, I don't know. I just don't like it very to much. To me, it's, I understand um, how a lot of people feel about ACDC. Like, they're in a box, and it's it's like they've got a formula, right. and they just repeat right. it. To me, that's Motorhead. But they're obviously, Motorhead is the ACDC of metal to yeah, me. Yeah, they're obviously, like, one of yeah. the most respected metal bands, but I've just never been my thing, so. Sure. Yeah. But. I like him just fine. Yeah, I know you were talking about yeah. it a while ago. I was like, oh, he's a big motorhead guy. All right. Thanks. So um, before we play our final game here, uh, we've got one more little uh, quick break to get to. Oh, no. Boom. That's not good. Uh-oh. The man behind the curtain. Check out the Unsung Dreamers podcast, The Musical Journeys of the Not-So-Rich-and-Famous. Uh, the Unsung Dreamers uh, are uh, releasing every Friday, uh, supposedly, um, interviews with local musicians, 
Um, and as an audio-only podcast. Be sure to check out, though, their live chats Thursday at 7, newly rebranded as the Unsung Screamers. Hear Dan and Tara scream at the top of their lungs and rant and rave about God knows what and God knows why uh, for God knows how long. Um, check out the Unsung Dreamers at uh, the Unsung Dreamers Facebook.com uh, Thursdays at 7 for the live chats. Check it out. The musical journeys of the not-so-rich-and-famous. Alrighty, and next. Okay, so now for the uh, the staple portion of our show, if you will. Um, uh, let's get this up here so that you guys can see. Uh, Aaron says, agreed about Motorhead, Richard. Hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Same, just kind of meh. Like, I, I like them enough, but to me, all their songs, minus maybe two or three, sound exactly the same. Um, very, very much so. Um, ACDC, by the book, here's your formula. You get this every song. Since I don't listen to him, Scott, you're a bass player. What? How good is Lemmy? Oh, uh, he, he's just he's just he's, he's a good he's a good player. He just yeah. chugs along mostly, but yeah. right. But he's not one of those like technical. He's oh, not a technical no, player. No, right, right, yeah. no, he's just rock. He's just rocking. You know, a rocky blues kind of yeah, just and pretty I, straightforward. I saw a documentary with him, and he was saying the story. I remember before there was rock and roll. You know, that's how <laughs> right, old he was. Right, you know? Yeah, he remembers Little Richard and all that stuff when it first. He was came a out. huge Little Richard fan, actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not what I want. Uh oh. Mm -mm. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, kind there we go. Kind there we go. There we go. Little kind of evil. Little bit evil. Good enough. Okay. So, the um, for those of you who don't know, and I've said this before, and this might be one of the last times I say this, this is how the show started. This was going to be a show just of this, and I decided to make it more. Um, several games in an episode and that kind of stuff. But the staple of what started the Audioverse podcast was this next game called Covering Covers, where we are uh, taking videos of people covering famous songs, and we're going to do something a little different um, on this episode, and probably from here on out. Um, I've got uh, a rating system now. Uh, we are going to, we've talked about, we're going to either roast them or toast them. Um, and I've now got a, a rating system. We will... Um, either roast them and and talk about what makes them not so hot um, or we will toast them and kind of give them a, a five-star uh, rating if you will but of course here at the Adiwars podcast we don't use stars we use mugs of coffee so uh, here is our next game covering covers <laughs> All right, and uh, gentlemen, if you're uh, young enough to remember, do you guys remember a game called Press Your Luck? Yes. Okay. Richard, not so much? Whammy, no whammy, no whammy, stop. Uh, yeah, I've heard this. The, okay, uh, so that's kind of how that's kind of how it goes. So we got a, a randomizer here that's going to randomly select some uh, King Diamond, Merciful Fate, some whatever oh. um, like the music gong, videos. Gong yeah, you know, basically. You found cover bands doing King Diamond? And... I might have. Whoa. So, well, I didn't. My research department did. Of the Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some really good give a shit about this show. <laughs> he can't find his socks. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They're on his feet. <laughs> uh, okay. So, <laughs> uh, this is covering covers. And uh, for this one, uh, Scott went first on songs in reverse. So, um, Richard, that means it is you. This is going to spin some different stuff. And then whenever you feel good about it, you just tell me when to stop, and we'll stop and uh, check that song out. So are you ready? I'm ready. 
Welcome Home by Emily Brunn. Uh, as done, of course, by King Diamond. I think this is going to be good. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that. Um, I, before I even tell you about um, any of the stats of the videos, because um, these all come from YouTube, um, do you think that we will either roast this or toast this? Um, let me throw this up here so you guys can see what I'm doing here. Uh, are we going to roast this, do you think, or are we going to toast this? Do you think it's going to be bad or good? I'm going to go with toast on this one. You think it's going to be good? Yeah. Scott, what do you think? I'll go with toast, too, because she had an exotic name. Right. There you go. All right. So let's check it out and see what we've got. Um, this is um, from uh, January of 2018. Um, the, uh, the person that uploaded this, called Revolver, and we'll, we'll talk about that, um, has 97,000 subscribers. Uh, this video has 88,000 views. Wow. Um, Revolver, um, as it says in the description of the video, uh, uh, says Revolver presents no distortion, a stripped down and more introspective side of heavy metal artists. She is a Dan Danish composer and a multi instrumentalist. So this is again Emily Brum. Interesting. Acoustic record. Oh, I like it. Hey, that's a good nice one. earbud. This pro shot's gonna be good. Chills. You have been gone. I love that. There's nothing wrong there at all. This a a tribute to King's melodies. Are you really yes. Bad? And the composition, obviously. Let me help you out of the Translates really nicely to piano. Testament to uh, Mr. Leroy. Um, yeah, good you know, stuff. You know, King must have seen that, and he's probably going, "That's just incredible!" Right? Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. I, I feel like King is absolutely that kind of person. Mm -hmm. Like, he's not like, um, "I'll get my music off of YouTube." Fuck you! I need money. No. He's like, "Man, thank you for um, like honoring a, a my music." A, that's yeah. perfect. Honoring the art, honoring the the, the ideas mm -hmm. behind what she I do. She heard it and she yeah. translated it yeah. to something more. Okay, so I'll start with you, Richard. On a scale from one to five, uh, what would you rate that? Oh, I'm going five mugs on that. Five mugs. Yeah. Oh, let me let me get our mug uh, shot here. <laughs> mug <laughs> shot. Let me get my mug shot. Uh, wrong one. There we go. How many uh, mug shot, it? unlike the Unsung Dreamers mug shots. Um, <laughs> Scott, what do you think? I give that a ten mugs up. By oh, me. he's giving it a ten. I'll give it there a five we go. All right, and. <laughs> I too, because of just the artistry and the fact that she made it her own while still honoring uh, the the roots of the song, mm -hmm. five five mugs from There's me, five golden there. mugs. Of, of by the way, so no, nothing wrong there. Uh, let's. Oh, I don't want to do that. Get out of here. Don't do that. Um, 
in the comments, it says, um, Sherry says, I thought you said stable. I was like, yeah, right. Okay. I should have got to that earlier. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, the facial expressions while Jared does lighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, toast. Yes. There you go. Uh, true. What, what's up? That's or what's that's up. what's up. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. All right. So, uh, let's try another one here. Um, Scott, it is going to be your turn at the wheel. Okay. When, are you ready? Res, yes, sir. All right. Uh, I saw Thin Lizzy. Stop! Sleepless Nights <laughs> by Black Korea, uh, of <laughs> course, as done by King Diamond. All right. <coughs> um, and right out of the gate, uh, let's take a guess here. Um, Scott, do you think you're going to toast or roast this? Okay, so going by the name Black Korea, are they black and Korean? I can't answer uh, okay. that. I'm going to go toast on this one. Okay. Um, and Richard, I got a bad feeling about this. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Got a bad so, so he's going roast. It's quiet. Um, Too I'm quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, this is um, "Sleepless Nights" by Black Korea. This was uh, uploaded March of 2019 uh, with 339 subscribers. This video has uh, 625 views, and in the about uh, or in the description, rather, it says the mystery man in the video is a man is uh the main singer of black korea um he is called rock her bed that sounds like a rock her bed sounds like an asian uh, std don't it <laughs> he got the uh, black korea he, and then in parentheses it says he is a big fan of rob halford um this video has no auto-tune compressor or other effects he recorded it directly into a daw um with a dynamic microphone so okay let's check out black korea this is me um, playing my drums what kind of antibiotics do you need for Black Korea? Oh, I hit the wrong one for you guys. Jared's ear. They can't see that. Okay. Ear cam. Here you go. Oh, my. It's Michael Jackson. <laughs> That's great. His sweat is covering the camera. Oh, here we go. Elk says she's going to toast him. Uh-oh. We'll see. Is he behind a shower? He's in a shower. Some effect. That hat. He's an Asian. I can tell by the hat. Oh, yeah, Black Korea. That's a real thing. <laughs> this sounds just like Richard singing. Right? He's doing about as good as I could. Uh, oh, that was good. Oh. I was rocking my socks off. That's the smell in here. I cannot sleep at Oh, 
Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Was, um, that, was that a soft taco shell on his face that he'd cut out there? I mean, because it was grouping there. It was a mission. <laughs> King fajita. Flour, <laughs> flour tortilla. <laughs> mission in darkness. <laughs> Hopefully put some hot sauce oh on the inside God. of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, man. These comments are amazing. Um, Roll them. <laughs> uh she uh, said toast, and then she quickly changed it to rose. Oh. Uh, Al says, uh, shot glass needs this guy. I agree. Uh, <laughs> the world is missing out on black Korea. Holy cow. Uh, thumbs down. Uh, probably should have used autotune. I couldn't agree more. He needed autotune, compression, and whatever else he said he didn't use. Um, yes, or compression. Or lessons. Or, or effects. Or, <laughs> or maybe all of the lessons. above. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a singer behind the curtain. You know what he really could have used <laughs> is a track. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay, well, um, I would say unanimously <laughs> that is uh that is yeah. a roast. <laughs> that is a five star roast. All right. Uh Richard, you are up next. Um give us a shot whenever you're ready. All right. Do it. By King Fate. Uh, as of course done by King Fate. Um, do you think we are going to roast or toast this, gentlemen? He's roast went, he's went to toast. trouble to put two words together, so I'm thinking that he's put some thought into this. I right. think it's going to be okay. Uh, okay. I think, yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm going to toast it just because he's, whoever it is, is obviously uh, he's combined familiar. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. Yeah, yeah. Probably have a cover band or something for it. Good. Okay. Yes, I, I would agree with all those points. Those seem like valid points that you guys both bring up. So uh, we've got uh, a unanimous prediction of toast. Let's see. Um, we have high hopes. This was recorded June of 2015 with only 14 subscribers, but 920 views. And this was recorded at the uh, Reverence Hotel in, I'm not going to say the name of the town correctly, so I'll skip it, but it's in Australia. So, an Australian king. Yeah. Band. So 14 okay. people have watched it how many times? 900 and Wow. Yeah. That's the band. Um, That's so, the band. So if, if this is down under, we might say this is at the bottom of the stairs. Hey, oh boy. Nice look. Good look. Not bad. Well, she'd do more than just Already a toast in the guitar players. Yeah. The bass player has Timmy Roots' stance. Good falsetto. Good. Good background. Nice vibrato. Um, I, I'm deducting points for the uh, fedora on the drummer, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What's he doing? Back that there? was a little weak. A little different. I want to hear a solo. Got the bone mic stand too. Yeah. Bass player's got it nailed. Yeah. This is a cool section right here. Let's see how they do. Oh, no, oh. that's it. All right. Bummer. You kind of look like the crow. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of. Um, 
I'll save my thoughts for last. Scott, what did you think of that? I thought that was fine. Like I said, except the fedora on the drummer, that was there's nothing wrong there. True. Yeah, he so, looked he looked like he should have been playing in John Mayer's band or whatever. <laughs> right. Uh so Scott, what would you rate that then? I'd give it a five. A five? Yeah. Okay. It's either all or nothing, you know. Fair. Um so uh Richard, what did you think? Um you know, I don't I don't I'm, I'll give it four and a half. That's it's good. Yeah. I'm I'm also going to give it uh, a four and a half. Actually, no, I'll, I'll give it a four. Um, it was good. really good. He was very good on the falsetto. There was a few phrasing things, um, but that's me being super nitpicky because can, I can be and because can I change from, mine to four and a half from one king to another? Um, can I change to four and a half? Yes, you yeah. may. You may. <laughs> uh, what do you think this is? Florida? You think yeah, we recount yeah. ballots here? Um, yeah, just like they will. No, in oh, so I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, the fedora was kind of cheesy, but um, music musically. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah. It was great musicianship. That's what I was trying to say. It was. You know, for an audience shot camera thing, that looked good too. It did. Yeah. It looked like they put some you know, some thought into the production. Not not as much as I the witch, but of course. Um not bad for representing the down under. Alrighty. Uh Scott, I believe this is you. Absolutely. All right. Are you ready? Stop. Okay. Halloween. Uh-oh. Uh, Ooh, nice. Cello Ribeiro? Ribeiro? Something like that? Yeah, it probably rhymes. Cello Ribeiro. Cello Ribeiro, yep. <laughs> It's probably stage name. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, let's keep this in order. Uh, Scott, do you think you're going to roast or toast this? I think I'm going to roast this. Going by the name, I think it's going to be a classically covered King Diamond song by some other people in another country. I think this will be good. Oh, so you're going to toast them? Yes, totally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sorry. Um, and Richard, how about yourself? I, f- I kind of feel the same, but you know, unless it's mariachi, or, what is it? Mariachi? Yeah, mariachi. Mariachi. <laughs> band, oh yeah. man, what a twist that would Whoa, be, right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, you might have just stumbled upon your next band project. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> okay. So this was um, uploaded April of 2017. Uh, 214 subscribers, but three and a half thousand views. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh, there's oh, I was like, why does it say in Spanish? Um, I, I don't have any information because it's all written in Spanish in their in right. their description. So, uh, correct and and guessing that they are not from America. It's like they're speaking another language, <laughs> right? Um, let's see here. Um, Scott or oh, I keep saying Scott, Aaron, tease. Um, Elk is gonna roast this one. She thinks. Well, she says so. toast. Well, she said toast, and she said, she said two no, minutes. I think, yeah, oh. I think that was for the previous song. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, here we go with uh, Halloween. Cello, cello Rebellion. Okay. A pink guitar. I'm already taking off a point. Vibrato, where he had a natural vibrato. Like 
Nelly's got a good voice. Yeah. He's got a good head. Yeah. not your typical. And what did you think of that one, Scott? I'll go two and a half on it. Two and a half. Yeah. Two and a half. All right. Um, but you know, with just having one guitar player, he did a good job of I will filling agree. it out. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> it did sound full for, for not having both guitars correct. Um, I, I personally, first of all, docked because it was a bright pink guitar. That's just from you? What? I know, right? Yeah. But it, hey, man, you got you to gotta look the part. You got to do right. the, you know. Mm. And I didn't like the bass player. Press for the job you want. Yeah. Bitches. You know. Yeah. Um, you didn't know, didn't like his britches. Britches, <laughs> pull your trousers up, boy. Get them britches. Get the hell off my lawn. <laughs> uh, Richard, what do you think? I'll go three. They're having fun. They're doing all right. Yeah, that ain't. They can go out and play gigs and sound I would, pretty good. I would also yeah. equally give them a three right in the middle. Yeah. Um, all right, we've got one more. Um, and it is up to Richard comments? on this one. You'll see the comments first. You were rolling on the reserve. Oh yeah, comments? let's. I don't think oh, there no, is any. No, no comments. Yep. Um, so let's. Okay. Let her roll on uh, this. Yeah. Stop it. Let's well, some Beatles. The Invisible oh, Guest. I've yeah. seen this band. Same. They're and, good. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, this toast. This is definitely a toast. Big time toast. These guys kick uh, ass. Uh, Scott, have you seen or heard of them? No, but I got to go with what you guys are saying. So. Um, <clears throat> I will tell you, as a King Diamond impersonator, if that's what you want to call me, um, hands down, the best one that I've seen on the internet. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got there's some there's some nobody's perfect. Everybody's no. got the thing that's different, but yeah, this is one of the best of them that I've seen. So here, in my opinion, yes. So he's got strong suits and and stuff that he's not so strong on. Mm-hmm. And you know that King uses multiple voices or characters mm-hmm. or whatever. So some of his stuff in his lower register and that kind of stuff, not so hot. But that clean falsetto is a ten out of ten. It is insane. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, check out. This is a them is hard to beat for song choice too because this song is just this is invisible guest yeah it's awesome oh oh you mean from anything from the, the song album. yeah the invisible yeah. guest just another <coughs> banger yes know? so um this was actually uh uploaded in december of 2008 they've only got 73 subscribers which blows my mind um but this video has 57,000 views um and it was shot by nick medeo at the haunt so without further ado any further ado yeah, don't let it fool you. Okay. Dark player shredding. Dude. Is his makeup taped on? No. But it looks like it, huh? Yeah. That's acrylic paint. That's why it does that. Okay. I want to comment about how obviously big of a nerd he is, but uh, I fucking love that. I love that about metal music anyway. Right. God Nailed damn. It. Mm-hmm. 
Can we talk about the guitar player with those backups? Uh-huh. Now, as good as that is, I'll be honest, this is my favorite part. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he puts the D in diamond for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, higher. bass player. Yeah, bass, bass player. player. Talk about Michael Anthony. My yeah. God. Nothing wrong with it. He was way up there, man. Oh, somebody said they couldn't hear it. Didn't hear it. I don't know why. Should be able to hear it. Unless Facebook muted it or something, which is entirely possible. Well, we wouldn't have um, heard then. Right. Would we have? Well, we, yeah, we would have. We're live we in the studio. Oh. Yeah, we yeah. got it. All right. So, uh, Scott, I'm going to start with you on that one. What did you think? They, they, they didn't look the best, the singer anyway. But uh, True. But uh, So I go four and a half just because of appearance. That's that's totally fair. Um, I, I, too, agree that I wish that somehow they would step things up. Um, I don't know exactly how. Um, and either which, I, I did my whole King Diamond thing, and then the rest of the guys wore uh, just black pants black. and a King Diamond shirt of some sort. So, yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, four and a half stars from Scott. Richard, what do you think, bud? Yeah, I'll, I'll mirror that. It's, you know, um, production wasn't the best on that particular one. Right. The guitar players obviously shred, but there's a little bit of, you know, there's a little bit of, they weren't perfect. They weren't like. You know, it wasn't mind blowing as a whole unit, but him separately is. Yeah. Now I will say too, and it says that uh, it was shot by Nick Medeo. Nick is uh, one production guy to another. Quit with the Zoom shit, <laughs> for real. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm going to give that four and a half stars as well, or cups. cups. Excuse me. Uh, golden mugs, if you will. So yes, uh, very good. Um, let's go back over here to the comments and sing it. Uh, ah. Um, sing it. Oh, okay. Missy and mother were sleeping downstairs. If they could see me and grandmothers. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again with the Tourette's on the TV. Um. Okay. So, um, I've got a special treat for us that I haven't even told the guys about. Um, so I'm going to test this out here and see, hopefully this is going to work. Um, oh, this may not. I didn't think about this. Oh, shit. Um, hmm. I've got an idea. Okay. This will work. I will make it work. Where's that special coffee you was talking about? What's uh, back here getting cooled off. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll, I'll, I'll drink some, um. I'm all caffeined up now. Thank you, sir. You can keep it over there, bye. Um, all right, so I'm going to try and do something here a little different. Um, we'll see if this will work. Should. Um, <clears throat> cancel that. Come down to here. Turn that some bitch sideways. And give it a shot. Um, and in the meantime, I'm going to take this and make sure you're tipping your waitresses and bartenders. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, there are no shitty bands. Oh, oh my God, hold tight. Um, I don't know What's why this is not giving and, me sound. And the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes mild. No. Um, oh, here we go. Who, kind of. What the hell? Um, is that Greg Frazier? No, <laughs> no. Uh, Love you, Greg. What is going on with your hair? What? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Is that... What? 
What have you done? (laughs) What have you done? Um, oh, I know what I need to do. Hang on. I need to put this back on me. Well, it's only 600,000 fucking buttons. Um, listen, you, this is (laughs) self-afflicted. It is. Uh, I need that. No, that's not what I need. I need. We need two Jareds. That's all we need at this point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's what we need. There we go. Um, now let's see if I can figure out the sound. Uh, probably not. This is Spinal Tap. It is Spinal Tap. Um, Aaron, actually, hold tight. I'm going to... Hold tight. <laughs> I just hung up on him. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Um, Brilliant. See, this is what happens when you're unscripted, see? Anything can happen at any time. <laughs> what a cook. Uh, I got a game for you, so if you can tell what tune this is. Oh, God. <laughs> It's probably not even in tune. Probably. Um, Tuning's up, you know. Shoot. There's Messenger. Uh, open up. Yeah, okay, whatever. You're showing people your personal life now. Oh, yeah, I am, aren't I? There we go. Yeah, get that get off rid of that. Thank you for that. Okay, um, <clears throat> I don't know why that disappeared. Oh, for crying out loud. Um, yay, technology. <laughs> What's your favorite King Diamond album, Scott? Uh, You know, the three big ones. Them, Abigail, Conspiracy. Which one is the best, though? Which one do you like the best? I, I go between back and forth between um, them and Abigail. Okay, now we've got some. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, them is... Def- there we go, bud. There Sorry is. about that. Them is definitively my favorite, but so I could say maybe Abigail's a better album. Yeah, you know at times. So, what's up, man? How's it going, Aaron? He's gone punk. You can hear me, kind of. Okay, um, we can hear you, kind of too, sir. Speak louder. I can see inside of your ear. Perfect. (laughs) Yes. So, um, everybody could see all of you and kind of my ear because of the way I've had to jerry rig this to get it to work, but. I'll do the best that I can. Um, let me work on volume here for you. Um, What's up, buddy? Aaron, of course, joining us uh, of the band Death May Die and uh, the infamous drummer from Eye of the Witch. So I'll turn this up. This should be your volume, and hopefully you can hear us a little Hello. bit better. Or we can hear you better, one of the two. Can, can you hear me better? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there, yeah, we, there we go. There we go. Um, okay, so um, welcome to the show, Aaron. Um, thanks hey, for being for here. Record, I was jamming along. With that, uh, with that chick playing the piano, mm-hmm. dude, and wasn't she that good? Slow it down or really change anything on "Welcome Home." That was pretty badass. It was. I was, I was able to, yeah, it was really cool. Absolutely. So, uh, Richard was just talking to Scott um, about favorite albums and stuff. Scott, you ended up saying what them? I guess it goes between them and Abigail all the time. Okay, it's, yeah, it's both of them. Third. Extremely, yeah. extremely solids for me. Those would be my top two, and my third would easily be "Fatal Portrait." Actually, okay, yeah. third is tough for me, but. Yeah, it's tough. So is it the same for you, them and Abigail? Them, then Abigail. Yeah, that's definitive. Yeah. But okay. You know the Sleeper album that I freaking love is Puppet Master. That, oh, dude, mm, absolutely. That album is really high in the hierarchy for me. And But, uh, but yeah, third has got to be either The Eye or Conspiracy. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be one of those. Al says, quick, someone send them some nudes. 
<laughs> um, Aaron, how about yourself? Um, talk to me about Give Me Your Soul. Why is that up there? Why is Give Me Your Soul one of your favorites? <laughs> what? Uh, what did you say? It, well, it was the first oh, new album to come out shortly after Death May Die had discovered King, really, and started getting into it. So it was like, you know, some new shit. So it was really badass. And it was, we just listened to it a lot and kind of ingrained it in there, you know? So it's. I don't know. I, I love was, it still. I was going to make that point because if he if, if if you're a Johnny come lately to King Diamond and when you hear give me your soul please like what I hear and I don't know about Scott but when I hear it I hear a bunch of recycled riffs from older albums. Yeah. Okay. And and not even done as well at times. From a drummer's perspective, you know? Aaron, do you hear any of that? Um, do you hear awesome. repetitive drumming parts that are happening in other older stuff? <laughs> I hear that in literally everything. <laughs> right, yeah, right. true, true. Yeah, I hear some snare um, and some kick drum, and it's the damnedest thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. There's only so many drums you can hit unless you're Neil Peart. Right. Here, Aaron, I'll let you stare at my shirt. Just know that I'm but looking yeah, at you. Yeah, I think I think that's... Hey, I can see your piercing. Hey, there you go. Oh, I'll do the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, what, Aaron, would you say is your least favorite King album? Or Fate, if, if that's on your list. We haven't even talked about fate, really. No, really. Oh shit. We'll stick with King, and then we'll come back and, and do the same for for Merciful Fate. Damn, I never really thought about it, honestly. Um, kind of the same with me. If you want to know the truth, I think it's all great. So yeah, um, yeah. There doesn't. I have, would have to, to actually look at a list. Okay, so like, yeah. So we've got in, the list? in order. We've got Fatal Portrait, Abigail, Them, Conspiracy, The Eye, Spider's Lullaby. The Graveyard, Voodoo, House of God, Abigail 2, The Revenge, The Puppet Master, Give Me Your Soul, Please, and The Institute. I never listened to The Institute. We haven't I heard it. realized yeah. that. No? Well, so the, yeah. it's it's kind of released, but not really. They've got one song, and I like I was telling Richard early in the show, I really feel like the whole album was released on iTunes and that I had it, and now it's gone, and I only have one song, which is Masquerade of Madness, which was a single from the album. But yeah, it huh. it was released in 2020, but not released. It's the weirdest thing. I don't understand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, well, to go back to your question, I don't really like the production that much on like some of the like conspiracy and uh, that much for some reason. I don't know. I'm yeah, go with that just because of that conspiracy. I'm not a big fan of some of the production on a lot of Merciful Fate, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, oh no. <laughs> I wish that it was better quality because it definitely deserves it, but. Man, it just a lot of it kind of, especially the live stuff. The live stuff sounds like shit to me. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Richard, do you have a favorite Merciful Fate album? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm not. So I discovered Merciful Fate from a guy that I had in common that we like. We both worked at the same plant in Lebanon, the boat factory that made like plugs for boats. And uh -huh. anyway, we worked late at but night. I mean, boat plugs. But boat plugs, <laughs> yeah. And uh, seal it up, you know. And then. Uh, he liked King, and then he's like, "Have you ever heard Merciful Fate?" And I'm like, "Who's what? Who's Merciful Fate?" And so, right. but you knew King, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he took me. We went over to his house after work one night, like three in the morning, and we're sitting there at his kitchen table, and he played In the Shadows for me. Nice. And so, In the Shadows is probably my favorite King Diamond album. Okay, I mean Merciful Fate album. Sure. And you know, obviously, people will go back to the older stuff, but for me, it's In the Shadows. The guitar playing on that influenced me like so much. Like, uh, 
uh, on that album. So it's got to be mine. Very good. Uh, Scott, what do you think? That was the reunion album, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's got to be Melissa. You know, it was the first one I mm -hmm. picked up. Picked it yeah. up, you know, when it came out. Didn't know what the hell I was getting in for. Oh, my gosh. Evil. Uh, Evil. Curse of the Pharaohs. Awesome. Oh, my gosh. And you guys, I'm sure, the, the Metallica, when they did, you know, the... Yeah. the the 30-year, the what, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the money the king got from that, he bought a Porsche. I remember seeing that video. Oh, know? is that right? Yeah. Wow. Wow. From the, uh, That's awesome. Um, how about you, Aaron? Do you have a favorite Merciful Fate album? Uh, kind of, but it's kind of for a stupid nostalgic reason. I do want to point out that I can only hear you, Jared. Oh, well, that, oh yeah, I bet that's true. Um, that sorry. True. <laughs> yeah, it's the way I've got it set up. Um, oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah, you know, fuck them. <laughs> Tell <laughs> them get their own you. damn show. They can get their own sound that way. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh God. Stop it. Sorry. What happened? <laughs> oh, nothing. Hit a button. Um, yeah, so... Um, what it, what is your nostalgic reason and what album? Yeah, uh, well, I mentioned on the comments, time. Uh, yeah, great album. Um, and there's a song called "The Lady in Black" on there. Oh yeah, and it's like two and a half, three minutes long. It's super short, but uh, anyway, we discovered that at like sixteen, seventeen years old, and uh, it was really cool. We did a, a talent show thing or a showcase at school for mm -hmm. some reason. We got to play a song because there were so many bands in the school for some reason they wouldn't let us do it talent show battle of the bands thing but we did a, a showcase and we played an original song and at the very end of it we just threw on the lady in black yeah um so it was just like we got to play this cool ass shit and it was uh i can still vaguely recall hearing cody going this is like the coolest <laughs> shit i ever heard you know what I mean? yeah so now aaron is this before or after you guys did the metallica in a tribute show or in a in a talent show excuse me that would have been after. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Because you guys did a Metallica um, kind of medley for a school talent show as well. No, we did a we played Master of Puppets, uh, but we played it extremely fast. We did a <laughs> it's an eight and a half minute long song. We did it in about six minutes. Jeez, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it, so you know it was the worst thing anybody ever heard. Huh. Uh, it was awesome though because there were some kids like bowing to us right and just asking for autographs and shit somebody <laughs> told cody that he was better than cliff burton ever thought about being oh god <laughs> they've been playing for two weeks at that point wow that's but, funny yeah wow well yeah. and that was the beginnings of uh death may die so yeah it was we called ourselves mother russia for that event <laughs> nice mother russia but, yeah very cool so now that i've got um Aaron and uh, Richard of Isle of Witch. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think we're there. I think we're at that time. Um, I'm ready to – We it's it's been – it's it's so it's a funny thing. Before I even go there, it's a funny thing. Isle of Witch has been – it started in, I think, 2013, maybe 14. I can't remember. Somewhere in there. 13. 13. Um, and so – Actually, 12. Correct. Because I went on vacation in March of 13, and that was when we played the gig. That's – you're so, absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. Um, so – what is that six years ago now eight years ago um and uh yeah somewhere around there anyway give or take um we played three shows in that in that time that was it and we we haven't played a show our last show was in uh 15 i think um so three shows and we only played um like a year year and a half and haven't played for over five years and i still get messages about hey are you guys gonna play can you can, you know when are you coming down to fayetteville when are you coming to and i'm like that's I've had people in Kansas City. We never even stepped foot in Kansas City as a band, uh, asking about our band. Um, and it, it's really cool that uh, we made that kind of impression. But 
the band made that kind of impression on me too. Like growing as musicians, and Aaron, you and I, and Death May Die. Like I feel both you and I um, gained from that in in musicianship and just you know ability. I guess it it just kind of pushed us in a place that we may not have gone creatively ourselves um, gotta, to give us more influence. Sorry, no. I got to throw some props to Jeff Stone actually, because he really got me to focus a lot more on the, uh, well, the metronome. Really, you know, he yeah. never, he never really quite said that, but I started thinking about the timing of things more and how I was rushing some things or dragging some things. So I started, I finally got an electronic kit and I started playing with the metronome all the damn time. So now it's, it's, a, I'm, I can tell I'm so much more consistent. So and playing, just jamming with Jeff. I, I go to his house and practice, you know, uh, King Diamond stuff back in the day. Yeah. And we practiced for a few hours, just bass and drums. and uh, Which is a big part of how you guys got so tight as a rhythm section, too. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it still sucked, you know. But, uh, <laughs> uh, it was, uh, no, but that really helped a lot, you know, and that got me thinking about that, and that really helped me now. And I've been, I, I play with the metronome all the time. Yeah. I can tell a huge difference. Oh, big so. time, big time. Absolutely. No, he's he's got a great ear for like the little nuanced uh, intricacies of of music, um, accent this or or this part. You know, like he's just really got a great ear for that. He's got a great ear for music in general. Um, and I would venture to say that that uh, Eye of the Witch project um, it really kind of elevated everybody that was associated with the band. Um, honestly, probably even including Jimmy Pitts, who who stepped in on keys for us um, on our first show. Um, it, I don't want to say it made him any better. He's he's great as is, but it was great to see him in a local band. Um, I, I I know he's a busy guy and has a lot going on, but uh, I, I wish more people knew about the greatness of Jimmy Pitts, um, and maybe they will. Um, so, which leads me to uh, where we are now, which is uh, there's a reason that we're doing this King Diamond episode, not just because we all love it, but uh, we all love and miss the band. And after many requests, um, I think it's time to put the band back together. So, uh, without any further ado, uh, this is going to be our official reunion announcement um, where we're going to be grabbing up uh, Mr. Scott Henry on bass, filling the shoes of Jeff Stone. Jeff is busy with Love Bomb and and other projects and whatnot, and uh, we're very, very, very happy to uh, include Scott Henry on the mayhem that may ensue in Eye of the Witch as our official bass player. I'm excited so, to get learning these songs because it's going to be so much technical stuff put into this. Same. I, <clears throat> I go ahead, Richard. Nothing. No, I was looking at. I was trying to pick out what beer Aaron's got there. Oh, uh, what are you drinking, Aaron? Oh, it's just a plain old Blue Moon. Oh, Blue Moon, <laughs> fancy. Blue Moon. Um, Knock it off. <laughs> Al again, quick! Someone send them nudes. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so, yes, I the Witch will be reuniting. We will be getting some practice in before long. Um, honestly, we, and we've talked about this for a while now, my goal, and I don't know if you guys shared the same, we had talked about this earlier in the year, and my goal was to be able to have us ready for a show for Halloween this year. COVID came and blew all that shit out of the water, which really is disappointing. Um, but uh, especially because this year, Halloween falls on a Saturday, if I remember correctly, so it would have been a, a 10 out of 10 right on the calendar. Um, but... Fear not. Uh, next year, uh, I, I predict that this will happen um, early part of the next year. Um, I'm excited to get to practicing again. Um, for me, and I don't know, I, I'd kind of like to hear from from Aaron and Richard. Is there anything that you um, feel you could do better, or is there anything that you didn't do last time that you would like to focus on this time uh, in, in getting the band back together? Any new techniques or anything that you hear differently now maybe? 
everything. <laughs> I I think we're all better enough to where it would just be better. I do, I, be I strongly agree. Yeah, I I feel like like rhythm. I feel like I was really strong um, on all of the rhythms. Mm-hmm. But obviously, playing those leads is you know that's a Herculean. Yeah, task. it's no joke. Yeah, and I can't. I'm not that good at at that at the way that those guys are that good. You know what I mean? So it's like, I have to like, so my approach last time was like, I'm going to get the essence. I'm going to get the keynotes. Right. The and signature then, licks. Yeah. Yep. And, and I'm going to let myself, you know, just kind of twiddle a little bit right. in between, you know? And so it worked out okay, but I really, you know, I really would like to use it as an opportunity to sharpen yeah. What I think what I know I can do, you know, or what I feel like I can do anyway. We'll see. We'll yeah. see if the fingers can move that fast. For sure. But for me, um I feel like I did fine. I feel like it it um <laughs> Aaron's drum practicing. Solo. Yeah. Um this I, is I me feel practicing my drums. Right. Um I feel like um I did well in, in what it and what we did in Eye of the Witch, but I feel um first of all, my vocals Wow, Aaron, that is really loud. Um I feel like really? oh yeah. Um, I feel like vocally, um, I did it in my old, um, like just belt it out. Like people used to say to me all the time, even in death may die, man, you've had a great falsetto and it would legitimately piss me off. I'm like, I don't sing in falsetto. Like I just, just belt it out. But there's nuances that were lost in that, um, in doing King. And I'm excited now that I've done vocal lessons for over a year, I've done all this kind of stuff. I'm excited to get some of that nuance in there. Um, like the character was there, the theater, the, the theatrics and all that were always there. Um, but I'm really excited to give it kind of some more dynamics. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, Scott, do you have, um, you, you said you had Halloween, you, earlier in the show yes. mentioned that you had Halloween ready. Yes. Um, are, are there any other songs that you have ready, or are there any songs that you're like, oh, God, this is going to be a big one to tackle? Uh, Welcome Home is going to be a bitch, but let's do that one. And um, I'm Evil. Let's do the three. Oh, okay. you, you evil was evil. one, yeah, Evil was the one that I was like, next time we get together, right. we've got to we've add got Evil. To. Yeah. And so what's funny is we did two um, – Merciful Fate songs we did, uh, Come to the Sabbath and Black Funeral. And every time I was like, you guys ready for some Merciful Fate? Everybody go, evil! And I'm like, damn it. Right. Like, we, we, gotta be, we need to be doing and that. And we had, we had rehearsed Bell Witch some. Yes. And, yep. and we were working on that one. But um, yep. that's a good one. But evil needs to get on the list before the Bell Witch. Yes. You know? um, Aaron, how about yourself? Any songs that, um, in retrospect, you're like, man, I wish we would have done this. And we discussed, too, as you, as you were watching along in the show, that there's songs that we kind of worked on at the end. But never ended up playing out. Like Puppet Master. Yeah. Um, that was badass. I put I put a lot of effort into that. Same. <laughs> Same. Um, I, I didn't hear what anybody else answered, but um, I would I would love to be able to throw in the Black Horseman. That was one that we ended up just. I, uh, I, I fought so hard to get the, at least the outro of it on that we tagged the outro on the end of Abigail. Yes, I do so, feel uh, like we played Black Horseman on our last show in Fayetteville, but I may be wrong. Or, I, don't I don't think, think we, we ever played the, played the song. full song. Uh-uh. Oh, man, that's disappointing. Yeah, that, that deserves the entire thing. I love the – I always call it like a Spanish guitar style in the beginning with those acoustics. So, so awesome. Mm-hmm. Talk about dynamics. Yeah, that's, one of my favorite, that's one of my favorite endings ever. Oh, man, yeah. Absolutely. And we can get one of them fancy acoustic stands, and I can actually uh, do that. I would that. like yeah. to do the lady in black, like I was talking about, that we did yeah. in high school. I think that'd be fun. That would be cool. That would be cool too. as a wraparound story for you, too, yeah. I always actually like um, Shapes of Black. I, I always thought that one was a good yeah. one. Uh, that And King does uh, himself live, so I thought that might be kind of cool. But, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that being said, um, it's kind of going to wrap it up for the show. 
Um, Aaron, thank you again for joining us. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to getting to jam some King Diamond with you. (laughs) All right. Now go fix your hair, boy. (laughs) I'll catch you later. Is this a a Misfits misfits episode? Yeah. Maybe. All right. So, uh, nope, that's not what I want. I want that. All right. Good enough. Now then. Um, So, gentlemen, um, this leads me to our uh, end of the show routine here. But before we get to that, um, Aaron Aaron gave us a perfect setup on that, and uh, so I'm just going to go with it. I'm not even going to not even going to introduce it or anything. Here's a perfect setup for this. So, um, he needs to get his ass back. He does. He really does. He move away. No, he's he's in town. He's actually. I uh, do you remember the name of the band? Yeah, st- uh, stair. Um, stairs, stairs of misery, or yeah, uh, misery stairs, misery stairs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, Will. I couldn't. I had a brain fart. Um, yeah. No. So he he's been doing that project, and he was like, "Man, that's a lot on my plate." I think he's the only guitar player in that band, so I think he's kind of carrying the band on that. And he's like, "Man, and King Diamond like deserves straightforward all of my attention kind of thing." So. Um, I'm hoping, and Willie, if you're watching this, bring your fucking ass. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully your schedule is a little lighter now. Unfortunately, I, you know, COVID has come along and, and kind of gutted everybody's bookings and stuff. So if there's a reevaluation there, the door is open, my friend. I would love to have you back. Um, the spot is yours. All you got to do is say so. Um, and if not, we'll try and find somebody. And if you're, if you're interested, hit me up. Let me know. Um, so, yeah. Um leads us to our final thoughts um let's see here don't need that don't need that uh i want to get to that don't need this or that or that or that okay so um before i wrap up i'm gonna pick one question to ask um well i'll ask two since there's two people here um so i've got some questions that were discussed and maybe you guys watched the episode of talking shop but i've got some um questions uh as far as the local scene is concerned um, and I want to I want to throw them out to you and see what you have as a response um, and possibly a solution or a or a uh, just what you feel about it. Um, let's see here. Um, I want to ask. Um, I'll ask uh, Scott. Scott, do you think that the majority or rather the average local band is worth, say, a five dollar cover charge? Five bucks. Absolutely. OK. Um, 
why, why do you say that and why why with the absolutely uh five bucks is cheap for entertainment you know and, the, and a lot of work and time goes into this stuff yeah so yeah five bucks is cheap yeah i think so too um you know and this is one of the points that was made on the on the episode but um it's more expensive to go out and watch a movie oh. <laughs> um, and a movie last, you know, people are like, Oh, that movie is so long. It was two and a half hours. I'm like, yeah, you can get almost double that for five bucks. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I strongly feel that anybody that bitches about a $5 recover needs to be kicked in the nutsack. So um, let's see here. Um, Just cut one drink off your bar tab. Exactly. You yeah. And and that's the thing too. People are like, "Oh, I'd go and pay to see a band, but then it cost me another twenty bucks." Then don't drink, <laughs> you know. Like when I was a, when, yeah, I'll if you say, can't when, afford to drink, yeah, right. And I'll say this as a kid, and by kid I mean like when I was twenty one, twenty four years old, we would pre what was called pre bar, and we would just go to somebody's house and and get together, um, have a couple drinks, get us kind of loose, and go to the bar, not not like shit faced and that kind of thing, but go to the bar, have a good time. That way, if you don't want to drink at the bar, if you don't want to pay for that. You know, there, there's so many ways around it. Be smart about it. Um, pay your five bucks. If Barbara Streisand can get $1.5 million out of 300 people, surely we can get five bucks out of, you know, a person or two. Um, Richard, are you personally more likely to go out and watch a local cover band or a local original band and why? Yeah, I answered this, I think, on the episode. I, probably for me at this stage in, in my life, it's a cover band. I mean, it's just because... Usually, especially like I'm married, you know, so when, when we go out, you know, she doesn't, she's not a musician. She doesn't. Right. She, she doesn't connect. She doesn't connect with like, you know, original music. But, sure. um, so a lot of times I, I do go see, I say a lot of times I don't get out much anymore, you know, but, um, when I do, I've come and seen, you know, your band and, uh, the bands that open for you. So I do enjoy and the saints you, you come yeah. out and seen the saints now, as, yeah, I've, yeah i've been out to see the saints and i've been out you know so i do enjoy seeing original bands and and i'm not against that um but i'm just not in the scene enough to even know so when i go out i want to hear stuff i'm not going out to analyze music i'm going out to like hear stuff that maybe is more familiar that yes you know that i'm going to connect with immediately because, and i don't have you just to want to listen have yeah. good time yeah, yeah. you don't yeah. want to you don't want to psychoanalyze and there's a time and a place for that obviously i'm not like i said i will go see but yeah i'm more likely to go to a cover band these days but yeah kind of the same um however and i'll, I'll give you my example of this and i'm to use a wrestling term i'm a big mark for this band and you probably already know where i'm going with this but um, every now and then there will be a, a band come along that just as an original band that like blows my mind. Um, I know a lot of people feel that way about Paralandra. A lot of people feel that way. Um, it is, uh, Transylvania, uh, Transylvania, but well, they do originals. Yes. Some, do. some originals. Um, what's, uh, what's the, the band that, uh, Juan Calvert is in now, um, framing the red. Is that right? Are they, yeah, local? Yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know if are they kind or of from the area the or area, something? Columbia, okay. So, Columbia, so then maybe, yeah. okay. Um, for me, it's Sardis, uh, my, my favorite local band, which is out of Joplin. Like those guys are amazing and super, super nice, great guys. Um, and it, it came from doing a show with them and I, I hear their music and I'm like, I am loyal as all get out to them. Um, wow. My own show. And I didn't even meet my own phone. <laughs> um, and, um, so it's, it's almost fewer and far between that you fall in love that much with somebody local, but when you do, it's very significant. Whereas with a cover band, you just want to hear somebody do something right or, or, or honor it correctly, you know, not butcher it, basically. Now, I'll say that I got, and I didn't mention it earlier when we were talking about projects because it's just so early in the thing, but I've got my thing with uh, Brian and Josh. Um, 
And I think the plan there is to intermix covers with originals. Nice. So I think that would be we, nice. I think we want to write some stuff too. So good. I so think yeah. I think it's great. And you know, that's always a good way to do. It. You want to play covers, you get people in, you hit them with your originals, and yeah. Know, I think I like think it. it's important to have a, a mix if you're going to do originals. Even Death May Die, we pride ourselves on writing our music, but we do still throw in a cover or two mm -hmm. just so that the people that are there have something to relate to. Right. Um, they don't have to focus on. Uh, you know how it sounds or what's like they just want to be able to sing along and have a good time so uh yeah um okay so now i've got uh, a challenge for all of you in the comments um i want to see i'm going to try something new here um this kind of comes from brian betancourt uh who was our guest last week and uh, he threw me a couple suggestions and I, i'm taking one of his and kind of putting a twist on it so um he had suggested um well, I'll I'll just tell you what I'm doing. So I want you guys of any genre, any whatever, give me seven songs in the comments. Any seven songs you want, any genre, any artist, any group, any band, whatever. Um, seven songs. The first seven songs that come in the comments, I will write down. And next week on the show, in seven days, I will rank the seven songs according to Jared. Um, so go ahead, make my day. Um, in the comments, it says, Elk, I love going to Chili Cook-Off, 20 bucks to see or hear 12 or more bands. Well worth the money to me uh, to hear new band and follow support. Yeah, I agree. Uh, first of all, you get your belly full. Uh, second of all, there's tons of alcohol there, which is great. Uh, but you're right. That is any kind of festival type thing like that where you're exposed to a whole bunch of bands for a little, you know, 30-minute set or whatever, fantastic way to, to get to hear new and upcoming bands and stuff if you've not heard them or bands that have been around for a while and you just never got a chance to see. Um, so yeah, uh, kudos to Deb Shelton and the, uh, chili cook-off gang with the, uh, Sertoma club. So, um, yeah. So you need seven songs. I need seven songs. There's only six people. I need seven songs from six people. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there, we've got people that, uh, watch after the show too. So I will, yeah, I'll keep yeah. that going. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that. And, uh, yeah, to wrap it up, um, I just want to say thank you to both my good friends, Scott Henry well, and Richard Breitner. Thank you very much, boys. Yes. A lot of fun. It was a lot of Good fun. Good to sit with you, Scott. Oh, always, brother. And uh, yeah, welcome to the band, Scott. Thank you, sir. Um, I'm so looking forward to this. Um, you guys, um, you know, the, here's a big reason, not only for this announcement, but the big reason I wanted to have Scott Henry on the show was many of you guys know him from the Dirty Saints and and maybe even some of his, um, uh, no, not seven songs apiece. That would be overkill. I just need seven <laughs> songs. Um, and next week, I, and I will... I will uh, rank them. So, Sherry, throw me a song. Whatever's on your radio right now. Doesn't have to, anything. Um, not only do people know you as the the bass player, uh, the badass from the Dirty Saints, but many people really just think of you as like that 70s, 80s guy, um, you know, doing the rock and pop stuff. But you are a heavy metal. You're a metalhead. Um, you're a heavy metal aficionado. Um, I've always liked the heavy, darker stuff. You know, Venom, yeah. Possessed, all that stuff back when it came out and everything. Absolutely. But then again, I spent seven years out of North Point Church playing there as well, too. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. You're a coat of many colors. Dropouts. And <laughs> I did a couple of nights with the Osmonds. So there you go. Here we go. Um, oh, boy. Here they come. Yep. Mm. Uh, so we've got Eddie Vedder, Hard Son. Let me. I think, let me they, write this I think down. they meant S O N. What's that? I think they meant S O N. No, oh, okay. Gotcha. No, uh, I'm joking. Mm. <laughs> you bet. I'm totally joking. Yeah, that's what Jared likes. So is this Eddie Vedder by himself, or is this actually with uh, Pearl Jam? Probably by Scott, himself. I would let's think. hear your Eddie Vedder impression. Even though 
Eruption. Okay. That's an interesting concept because you're going to get all sorts of genre. Hey, speaking of the devil, passcode talking you out. Sean, how you doing, bud? Taking. Yeah, thank you. Um, trying to write and do all this. Uh, passcode. Uh, taking you out. All right. You keep this going. I'm going to blow your ass out with Danzig. Oh, I'll kill you. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, would you? Royals, Lords. Uh, yep. Uh, this is good. I'm, I'm got my it. pencil. Give me something. Right oh, away. hello there. Um, Sean, I really dig the new video, man. Uh, good stuff and really well shot. Um, I like the concept of just the simplicity of the black and, you know, black and white kind of look with the light right behind. Um, Why can't I want to do one? I'll throw a song. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, Scott's writing one down. Yeah, okay. Um, Scott has written... Uh, is this something for the girl with everything by Sparks? You familiar with Sparks? Sparks? I'm not. I'm not oh, okay. Then. Just laughed about the title. They just <laughs> celebrated their fiftieth year. No shit. Two brothers. Nice. I hope I could do that. I'm at about. The keyboard player writes the songs and the singer sings them. So I need two more. Um. <clears throat> uh, nope. Sure, that won't do. I need you to pick a song. Um, yeah. So I need two more. I need two more songs. Uh, first two that come through. Um, I don't know what's going on with my uh, sound effects, but it's not having it. Ooh. Fancy. Sad piano. Dolphin. I mean, okay, there we go. Uh, Sean says, shout out to Lyndon Caldwell for the video. He made us look 10 times cooler. Uh, I, I don't know about that, but he definitely made you guys look amazing. Um, yeah, that was very cool. When was that shot, Sean? Uh, how long ago? Because I'm imagining it took a while to kind of put together. Um, Back to Black by Amy Whitehouse. Okay. Sam. Okay, uh, and Sandman. All right. Uh oh, Sailing. Good song. Great song. All right. Uh. All right. So I'm cutting it off. We've already got our seven. So, um. Yeah. All right. That is going to wrap it up. Uh, again, thank you very much, Scott Henry, for being here. Thanks I, for having me, buddy. I so appreciate your time, and you're welcome back anytime. Um, okay. Richard, I don't know what to tell you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I feel no. sorry for you. I, didn't, I was like, He's, this is a ratings tank right here. No, it's it's here. it's totally all good. Um, thank you, too, for, for being here, mm -hmm. and thank you for your time. I know you have busy weekends and stuff. So, um, yeah. Um, that's going to wrap it up for our show today, folks. Uh, remember, as I always say, Times are hard for everybody right now, uh, so please uh, keep your, uh, what, what is it that I say? I don't even remember what I say. Keep your coffee strong, your love of music strong, but your sense of humor even stronger. We will see you next time.
And uh, goodbye. Are you still there? Don't go anywhere. <laughs> um, we are going to jump over to Patreon. I'm going to hold these two hostage for a song or two, and I'm going to get them to react to something. So uh, if you have not yet, please do go over to Patreon and check out our channel, the Audio Rules Podcast, and we will see you next week. Goodbye!